1: Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to a fantastic Friday morning special of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Why are we doing this first thing Friday morning? Why? Because BT Internet signed a pull a Del Rio and no show yesterday <laughs> ruined everything. So please welcome, live and kicking, Jack the Jobber. Hello. And the big breakfast himself, Ross on <laughs> wrestling. What the, How the language... hell are you doing Ross in
2: your magnificent I... kitchen? Thank you. It's a very pokey kitchen. I'm rattled this morning, Matthew. Rattled. Cuz for is the that? second for the second time in my adult life I had one of those very vivid dreams that you wake up in floods of tears. Have you ever had one of these things? <sighs> what well, like? Alice it's in happened... Wonderland you mean? No, no, wait, just you wake up and you're in the middle of bawling, going everywhere. Oh. You just I don't want to wow. say what happened because it was very personal. Very personal So it was, but I woke up with floods of tears at like 5am and I've been up since. Rattled I am. shut oh. to the core. Terrible. This podcast is going to be very erratic.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Oh, that sounds Oh, you said erratic. Right. Oh, sorry to get that.
2: But... <laughs> it could be whatever you want to be, Matthew. If you want to be erotic, we can make that happen. Wait. Why the Yorkshire accent has to come on there, I don't know. Not those sort of tears. Anyway, what am I talking about? Oh God. It's gonna and be, Jack,
0: it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good one. It's yeah, gonna be so
1: <laughs> Hopefully, your life and your dreams are doing better than Ross.
0: I had a weird dream last night as well, but it wasn't that vivid. As soon as I woke up, I knew that it was bollocks. So it's not that bad for me in in dream land. How about
1: you, Matthew? Oh no, tears or bollocks are my dreams. <laughs> and this Friday morning special does mean that for once we are ahead of the curve for the bad resting news on a Friday. That sadly means we are behind what will obviously be a complete tragedy Saturday afternoon. By the time this comes out, <laughs> uh, no, this, is,
0: this one's. Speaking this one is, of
1: tragic news, oh no, go on, Jack.
0: <laughs> I was going to say uh, just before you get to the news, I don't feel like a fraud because now we are we are actually doing this on a Friday. feels 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 good, but usually because of scheduling conflicts, we can't actually do it on a Friday. Just to explain, but yeah, sorry, carry on.
1: No, that's absolutely fine. I think you've explained the viewers at all. And apparently, just before we go into it, it wasn't like we were being lazy gets. Yeah, BT Internet,
2: there was a fire or
1: something. They really? Yeah, the whole, the whole
2: of Newcastle upon time was shut down. If you had BT or Sky or Virgin, I think it was, they all went down. Oh,
0: no, I, uh, not Virgin because we were, we were live and kicking. I beg my pardon.
2: Here. Sorry to all Virgin customers out there for slandering your company.
0: I was quite excited because I was getting texts from Sam being like, Pachitti says this, what do you want to do? And I was texting back and then texts were just coming in from everyone going, I'm down, I'm down. And it felt like a film. And I, I wanted to like take the streets because it was like, no one's got internet. This is crazy. Let's go back to caveman times. It was very exciting. But i had a bit of a sad little life during lockdown.
1: <laughs> the caveman times of going outside and talking to people. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny this happened, not... That funny, but it's humorous happened because in Bishop Auckland a few months ago, the start of lockdown... They don't happened. have internet. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: they only got dial-up last week. Uh, but before them, a lightning bolt struck the tree next to... I forget the name of the, the green box that they have where all the internet goes in, in the area. Whatever. I'm, it's early in the morning, you know what I mean. Um, so it hit the tree. The tree split in half and bits of tree went across the street and over the road. And the guy went to go check it and went, well, let's see what happened here. Opened up and goes, well, it's exploded. You oh. know, might take a while to come back on, lads. Oh. So, now Newcastle knows how A it
0: ball feels. of lightning hit a tree in the village and it exploded.
1: Yeah, and again, tree perfectly cut in half.
0: I didn't look, you know, he, in like
1: anime, when it's like, here comes a big dude I was with a sword. Say, like, Shh. And I he was goes, you say... didn't even hit me in a split second. like, like that. It's <laughs> ridiculous.
0: I was going to say, is this the opening cutscene of like a Zelda game or something? What? Is it like the village tree that everyone crowds around and is like, oh. Well, there's only yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, the white lightning tree. <laughs> uh, so, from bad news to worse news that Bishop Portland will be able to see I guess Monday Night Raw hit another historic low this time in the all important discussion on a Thursday Friday the demos (gasps) with the pay-per-view bump not amounting to anything this time round oh no oh no so lower and lower Leo Rush has retired and has released a short interview in a form of a rap album not listened to it just yet but I hope it's better than the last wrestler to leave WWE and try a rap thing. <laughs> oh. Have you heard
2: his COVID anthem? Oh god. What a banger. F you COVID 19 i I'm down with the kids, me.
0: Oh is this this is is this Enzo or is this Leo? Nazar. Oh, Mr. Nazar yeah. himself. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
2: He's really bad.
0: He's really
1: bad. Really, really bad. bad. <laughs> Uh, Stephanie McMahon said that they're looking at making a virtual ceiling at the Performance Centre as, quote, they're not happy with how the fans look. <laughs> well,
0: it's not yeah, very interesting. to only, say, is it? The
1: Wrestling, does have a we-
0: Wrestling does have a weird relationship with fans. Well. I like the look of the fans in the Performance Centre. I think they make it quite industrial and cool looking. Why get rid of them?
2: Why? It's the <laughs> punk chant, in it? Oh, right, yeah, Okay.
1: Anderson and Gallows explained why they hate Paul Heyman now. <laughs> uh, By long story short, W.E. re-signed them whilst making sure negotiations lasted just long enough to prevent them from going to that AEW thing that was just starting to, I believe, £750,000 pounds per annum for several years. Oh, was it? And then a few months into it, Paul Heyman said, don't think they're worth it. And they were released during the furlough thing. And AJ Styles asked uh Triple H or Vince and said, Well, why did you release me mates? You know, my mates that I was gonna stay here in WWE to hang out with, and you know. And they said, Ah, oh, Heyman said they weren't worth it. And you're know, like, Oh. Oh, really? And that's also related to why AJ Styles says he wanted to move from SmackDown to SmackDown to get away from Heyman.
0: Yeah. He's a bold a
2: face lad.
1: Why would you trust Paul Heyman?
2: I I wonder if Paul Heyman would have that sort of stroke, would he, to to say how you're going to get released now? Surely that's a Vince McMahon call.
0: Maybe during the lockdown and everything, maybe they were like, Paul, we've got to get rid of some people. These lads are on a big contract. It's like the start of the season on Football Manager when you get rid of your big rubbish players. But then, I'm not saying that they're rubbish, but maybe in the eyes of Paul Heyman.
1: I think they needed Paul Heyman to explain to Vince who some of these people were.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: What? 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 It doesn't matter? Festus. And Pat McAfee took on Adam Cole in a work shoot fight. What the no, expression Matthew, is that the kids <laughs> Just to clarify, a video of Adam Cole getting angry on Pat McAfee's show. Happened yesterday's so, Yeah, actually is probably yesterday. Yay. But some wrestling new sites decide to click this and goes, we're not sure if it's a work or a shoot. And it's like... And call huh. gets up and goes, let me tell you something, Pat McCarthy, brother. I'm <laughs> at the NXT TakeOver, I'm taking it. I'm like, oh, mate. See many fights off like that, haven't we, Jack? Especially at 3 a.m. Yeah. outside of Rise.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I think that... Oh, you've just reminded me that rise is a thing, and that I've not been for so long. Um, mm. Yeah, I think that it was very obviously. Well, to me, it was very obviously a work, but you never know because, not to embarrass anyone by naming them, but someone in the cultaholic office did put in the in the Slack news chat saying, "Looks like a work to me, lads," but I'm not quite certain. And we, well, I was just like, "Oh, come on, come it on wasn't? now!" I can't Sam. just say who it was. No, it wasn't Sam. it's not someone on camera.
2: Oh, it's uh, a shame, Justin. Henry. <laughs> it's just it, wasn't, it wasn't Justin, either. <laughs> I. I can't understand how people think it is real when the setup to the argument was Adam Cole, your NXT Championship reign was down to your pals and not down to your wrestling ability, you small man. I'm sure Adam Cole was oh he was always going to flip his lid on that one.
0: It, it was quite obvious, it was quite obvious, wasn't it? But he did swear though, and they don't swear, so
1: mm. that was unprecedented, I. Eh? Mm. Yeah, I like when these things happen and suddenly we all turn to CSI dickhead trying to figure out <laughs> what's real or fake.
0: My favourite one ever still, is this why you said Sam Ross? Because I, I loved it when Sam said, what would he do? He would eat a heart or something. Still if, hasn't done oh, it, has he? Yeah. If Ambrose leaving was real. Yeah, never mind.
1: I think we should call him on that every week until he eats a heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there's nothing else to do during lockdown. You know what you can do during lockdown? Watch The Whore Show at Extreme Rules. And it's the last time <laughs> I get to do that joke until another year, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah. read, I, wrote, I
0: wrote a very uh-huh. long intro for this yesterday.
1: You did. I'm very impressed by this Thank one you, you sent Cheers. me. Ed, I'll try doing this. I'll I'll read it as it says it. Huge fanfare. Spotlights and explosions are everywhere. Confetti rains down. Cannons fire and triumphant brass music swells as a tiny figure, I guess that's me, uh, runs from the horizon. Gradually, he gets closer and closer until he's a normal sized man, albeit a slightly exhausted one. So it's not Adam Cole. He gathers himself, looks at the camera, and says, It's the horse show at Extreme Rules.
0: That was for the Monty Python. That was one of them. That
1: That was for you specifically, Matthew, to be honest. I liked it. And I know the other 50 year olds watching this will appreciate it. (laughs) All two of them.
0: I was just bored yesterday because there was no podcast, so I just made the notes. Well, I made that the You can tell this is,
1: this is beautiful yeah. prose, you <laughs> yeah. Anyway, quick results. Kevin Owens beat Murphy on the pre-show in a good Raw-style match. Cesaro Nakamura beat The New Day in the tables match to become new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Cesaro has had tag team titles with three different people now, so he's a, a Billy Gunner. That's slut. Bailey beat Nikki Cross with sneaky help from Sasha on the outside... MVP beat Apollo Crews via forfeit and declare himself the new US champ. No one knows what the crack is. There we go. I think we'll have a little pause there, lads. <laughs>
2: Byron, By- Byron knows what the crack is. He was the only one who said, was it like, slip disc. That's, that was the only mention. Slip disc. <laughs> that was it. Hey, Byron knows.
1: <laughs> yeah. And on Raw the next night, it was funny because the speculation was, oh, that dreaded full Nelson he put him in. You know, the master lock strikes again, claims of a victim. But then on Raw the next night, they went, Well, last month he had this done to him, and you went, You meant last week, you meant last week. So,
0: oh, uh, they said last month on the pay per view as well, as if that makes it less ridiculous. I don't know why I'm trying to justify it. Oh, oh no, they did, did they? say last month. I, I think so. I think I remember thinking that as it was going on. I think I remember thinking, I think I said in my review video of, of it, Well, apparently it was an injury last month, blah, blah, blah. So, I think they did mention it on, on the pay per view
1: itself, yeah. But why would you say last month? Last uh, month, he having a full Nelson to begin with to get a, her, a herniated disc is bad because it's a full Nelson. It's not
2: 1973. Oh, stop there, Matthew. Because I made this point to Joe Hendry. I was like, does that actually hurt? And Joe Hendry slightly locked it on and I was screaming. Screaming so I was. That is a devastating manoeuvre.
1: That's the Joe Hendry full Nelson. That's a <laughs> patented full Nelson. He won the Commonwealth Games with that move. <laughs> and yeah, so a move that hasn't been over since ken patera threw a boulder during the mcdonald's and rather than saying last week like oh this happened just now lads last month I I, well, I I don't get it but as many people speculated it's possibly that that little virus thing that's going around that's uh possibly getting in the way of things and they're not saying that and that completely baseless source comes from
2: dave Meltzer. <laughs> so any thoughts there ross um, from what you've just gone through there, my big one was Big E's reaction to losing the SmackDown Tag Team titles. He saw his pal die through several tables, but did he go and check on him? Did he bollocks? He just sat there with a face like a slapped ass on the other side of the ring. So I'm going to put it out there, Matthew, courtesy of Dave Meltzer himself. The New Day are splitting up on this week's SmackDown after no. the horror show at Extreme Rules. That's from Dave Meltzer <laughs> himself. I just thought it was an interesting reaction, because normally you'd think they'd be going around and, you know, cradling his head and all that malarkey, you know, and are you okay, Kof? Are you okay, Kof? And apparently there was no New Day podcast this week, someone tweeted me after I put that hack theory out there into the interweb, so I've got no idea. I hope it's not true. I would love the New Day to buck the trend and never, ever break up, but yeah. you never know. Stranger yeah. things have happened.
1: They have some of them on this show. <laughs> Any thoughts there, Jack, on the things we discussed?
2: Uh
0: the first match I really enjoyed, the tables match, was uh the the last spot through the, the big power bomb was really nice. And I'm pleased for Cesaro and Nakamura, but not optimistic. Uh what was the second match? Oh Bailey and Nicky Cross that was fine. And then all hail all hail MVP, the new the new United States champion.
2: He's not though, is he? Because they, <laughs> they were getting this confused on RAW. Like they were saying, "Oh, he's brought in this new title. He is the new champion." And then they were saying he wasn't recognized, and Apollo Crews still was. And nobody knows what's going on. That was the main question I was asking coming out of the show: Who won the matches?
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's, no, there's no rules anymore. It happened more than once. <laughs> I think three of the matches had a had a a winner, a debatable winner, a winner that was up for
1: interpretation. Yeah, it's like life of Brian he's making it up as he goes along <laughs> there we go it is funny he's though because MVP brings a title goes ooh goes oh what a bad man He's he'd have to actually beat someone to get that and you just oh awkwardly your opponent is legit injured or can't compete so you are <laughs> you're exactly what you said you were oh okay and even better when these news things came up on called the holic saying MVP looking to get re-signed I'm like well yeah he's the US champion it would be nice <laughs> do
0: you do you officially count him as the US champion Matthew
1: uh Possession is nine-tenths of the law. <laughs> and- hey, <Corey> <laughs> oh, and Corey Graves. no. Ross, please. But I just want to say that none of the things we came up with in our predictions video came true, but none of them were as silly as MVP going, well, thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's literally no one cleared to wrestle me, so... hey. Seth Rollins beat Rey Mysterio Jr. by forcing him to, it says here, have surgery five times in his left knee. Yeah. don't try this at home. And what I thought was a good match until the finish, where after weeks of building this up, weeks of the hype, weeps of... No, 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 ladies and gentlemen. A man will have his eye physically removed tonight at the horse show. Uh, we got a split-second look of a golf ball coming out of his eye, and then... Seth Rollins puked on camera. They'll get your job in Beyond the Map. And that was it. And it's come out later on that they had a much gorier, more gruesome version planned and filmed. And they went, nah, I won't use that. What Despite I wouldn't the have... fact that they renamed the show the horror show. So <laughs> what do you think, Jack?
0: What I wouldn't have given to see what, what that original one was. Because I bet it was crap. I, I bet it was really bad. Uh, apart from the finish, which was disappointing, as you say... This was my favorite comedy match of the year. It was so funny <laughs> how they were going for the eye and then the referee was like, just officially checking that the eye's still the eye's still completely in. And then the, my favorite bit that made me really laugh was when Ray tried to 619 his eye out. <laughs> 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 and he goes back and he's like selling the eye as if Ray's like delivered a pinpoint strike to the eye. It was so good. And on commentary, they're like, (laughs) no, not on commentary, sorry, it was Rollins himself, wasn't it? It was Rollins when he was stalking him around the ring going, I'm going to get that eye, I'm going to get that eye. (laughs) And Ray's like, you bitch. (laughs) So good. Uh, Did you like it? Anyone? Ross? Ross.
2: I just couldn't stop thinking about remember that Street Profits match from the last pay-per-view where they had a, a, an alligator in the bin and all that malarkey and all the crazy things that happened there why was that one so silly but this one with the silliest stipulation perhaps in history where a man had to have his eye gouged, gouged out just to lose the match why was that not as silly as what we saw last month it was just so underwhelming I was so disappointed I was, I was ready for all the crap CGI in the world I would have loved it because it was the horror show it's what it's all about isn't it being crap but I, we have got a ping pong ball instead, and what a—it's just a shame, isn't it? But at least Ray's fine with his um, his globe luxation, which is a new term I learned this week thanks to Charlie Caruso. Globe luxation,
1: yeah, which in English means he'll be all right because ratings are down. <laughs> yeah, Sasha Banks beat again. Oh, it's. Very consistent run on this show, Asker after Bailey put on the referee shirt and counted the fall. Nobody knows what the crack is it says he, yeah, I was happy with the match. It wasn't their best match, but it was definitely the best thing on the show so far, and then the finish happened, and I'm like, I've test tapped out this is to set up raw to find out what happened on this, and it's like raw is the d l. c to the game I've just bought this sunday yeah uh what do you think jack
0: uh first of all i've got i've got it I, I agree with you i haven't really got anything new to bring there because i thought it's the same as you like it was a good match but the finish was crap but I, i've got to ask you because <clears throat> this gave me flashbacks to when i was a kid because i used to just like get my parents to tape like vhs like just i think like wcw worldwide and stuff like that if it was on So I had a few VHS tapes of like one wrestling show that I just hammer over and over again uh, because we didn't have Sky. And one of the finishes that I remember was Ernest the Cat Miller taking off Charles Robinson's referee shirt and doing the same thing that Bailey did. Can you remember that? And if so, can you remember who? Because I just can't think who the match was, like who, who he actually helped. And I would love to know. Do you remember this?
1: It happened a few times in Oh, did it? Of course it did, man. Russo did it at Spring Stampede, which kind of made sense because he was kind of the owner, but he he managed to somehow mess up putting on a referee's shirt. It was like half... It was like... One, two. He had his his head in the arms and all this, but it made sense because he was in power. Ernest Miller at one point was the commissioner. He was the commissioner. He was was the commish. So that's fine. Uh, Bailey is neither of those things. (laughs) Bailey is neither a cat nor a Russo. Uh, as Russo know as Russo, as Ross knows all well about oh, called you Russo,
2: I'm so sorry, <laughs> mate. I've been called worse Matthew. Believe Vince it or
0: Ross Vince Ross Vince Rosso. There's a new <laughs> series.
2: <laughs> Bro. Um, yeah, that was the thing, was not it? Why did nobody come up from the back to correct what was going on? Um Heels being heels was fine, but as yeah, someone needs to come out and put some stuff right there. We need an authority figure back on WWE, don't we? So all this mess out, the the, the inmates are running the asylum, I think the old saying goes. But the the bollocks to this continued on Raw, because when, we'll talk about it later, but Stephanie appeared, and Asuka appears to have been stripped of the title. She didn't lose the match, but she's no longer the champion. The the match on Raw this week, coming up, is for a vacant title, which makes no sense whatsoever. Poor Asuka. Shame.
0: Yeah. Uh, Also, weren't you saying that Samoa Joe should be the next GM?
2: When he did that, who was the contract sign a while ago?
0: Was it the double oh, one with yeah. Drew and Dolph and yeah, Sasha when it, and
2: Yeah, when it kicked off the show. He just, it just, he looked right, didn't he, in the role?
1: Yeah, he did. I agree. Yeah, and Jack Tunney's unavailable, so I agree with Smojo. <laughs> Drew McIntyre beat Dolph Ziggler, despite the stipulation of only Ziggler is allowed to use the extreme rules. And I actually like this for what it was. They did some stuff with the stipulation where Drew was like, okay, I can't use that. I'll just have to twat Dolph a bit instead. And Dolph was like, yes, I might have a chance. It worked for what it was. It was fine. There was no hope in hell of Dolph Ziggler being able to convince me or anybody else that he was going to win. Even if the stipulation had been, Dolph Ziggler gets to use an AK-47. <laughs> but I appreciate the effort, and Ziegler took a hell of a bump off the last uh, Claymore. So, well done.
0: That yeah. elbow, uh, elbow drop as well. Do we see the elbow drop? He did yeah. an elbow drop from the ring post to the outside. It was amazing. It was... Ziegler sometimes does stuff that reminds you like, oh, he is very good. He's very good at the moves. But it's a shame that everyone's just so sick of him now because of the booking over the past. Yeah, Ross. Ten years. Well, that's a yeah.
2: thing, isn't it? Yeah. And somehow, even though he got to pick the stipulation for himself and he lost the match again, he's got another one. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see it on. Is it this week? Or, I made the mistake of thinking it was at SummerSlam because I was I was wagging my finger. So I was at the camera the other day, but I, th- I was wrong. I think it's on Raw this week or next week, one of the two. Yeah, it's a, that's it with Ziggler. Isn't he? He's a fan, he's just fantastic. Isn't he, but the character's just been knocked down so many times, and you're thinking, oh, he's done as a as a serious threat. But you've got to take him as a serious threat a few months down the line. It's just a, it's too. He's gone through too much now. I don't know what you do with him because he is good.
1: He is good. He's a song that you liked 10 years ago, but you didn't want to necessarily listen to it every day for the next 10 years.
0: Oh, we can think of a song. We can think of a song that Dolph Ziggler is. Okay, from 10 years ago. So, okay. No, can we do 20? Because 10 years ago, was 2010. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, to be fair, that's when Ziggler was, yeah. yeah.
2: Jay Sean, Down.
0: Yes, Joe Dolph and is Jay No, because I love Jay what Sean the, down.
2: That song is unbelievable I think I might have just listened to it too much personally. It's on my oh it's on my Spotify like songs it is. What a tune.
0: It's the it's the peak of the, the crop of songs that came out around that time, like uh do you remember Shorty's Like a Melody in my head? Replay by Iaz.
2: Nah 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: They were great times. They were such Tio, good times.
2: Cruz he's another one from that time. It's just,
0: it's just reminding me. The, everything started to look like Tiger, Tiger, it just reminded me of those <laughs> days. Oh, everything tastes of Red Bull and vodka. Oh,
2: uh, everyone in Tiger, Tiger looks like Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yep.
0: When you've had a few, when you've had three trebs in BG before. <laughs>
2: No, the in, in sinners, with your student card, it was like three pound for three trebles. Oh,
0: it's ludicrous!
2: It was bloody hell.
0: Ridiculous days.
2: I used to flash the old student card out, and then poof, then you get in the cage and fall down on the way out, because <laughs> the box was too small to get in. Matthew. Yeah, I've, no, I, I'm familiar with the cage. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> Moving on to the wrestling bit. Uh, Bray Wyatt drowned Braun Strowman. Oh, good. See, see, lads, you talk about sinners and trebles. You're not talking about wrestling. Uh, this was a swamp <laughs> match and this headlined and some stuff happened. All right. Cinematic matches when they started off, when it was WrestleMania in the Boneyard and the very, what the hell was it called? Firefly Funhouse. Wow, they had an idea. They're making the most of what they have. This is great. Now it feels like they're doing them just because they have to. And I felt nothing during this and I was not impressed that this was headlining either. But that's me being a negative, Nancy. What did you think, Jack?
0: No, I am I agree with you. I, I wasn't a fan. And it wasn't the fault of the lads and Bray Wyatt cut a hell of a promo, but I don't want to see a promo in the middle of a match. And it wasn't as ridiculous as it could have been, apart from maybe the stuff with, with Sister Abigail being... But no, I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. What about Ross?
2: I need to start off by issuing an apology to one of our viewers because on my WTF moments after we saw Braun Strowman get drowned, I did the old in memory of Braun Strowman 1983-2020. to
0: Oh my and God. someone,
2: someone put in the comments, "You've made my girlfriend cry. She actually thought Braun Strowman died. I'm never going to watch Cult the again." <laughs> so to that person, I would like to, even though I put a picture of the the air bubble that came out of the water, <laughs> and I thought they would have got it, you know, having maybe watched Extreme Rules before watching our review videos of Extreme Rules and seeing the air bubble in the water. But I do apologize. But yeah, we are. We said this from the start, didn't we? The, uh, these, cinematic match- <laughs> these cinematic matches, these cinematic matches. They should be twice a year, if that. We don't have to see them every single month. Maybe WWE feel like they have to provide something different just because you know we're in the performance center and every other match just about looks the same and feels the same. Maybe so that might be a justification. But yeah, with Bray Wyatt doing these things where it's not a match, and in my opinion, seeing like Bray Wyatt mess inside the mind of Braun Strowman and capitalising on his Alexa Bliss fetish and all this malarkey. It, this one was one too far, I think. They need to take a break for a while now. Hopefully, they will, but I don't think they will. We'll have a, a match at SummerSlam on a beach with Brock Lesnar. Finally, F5 and a real shark.
0: It is going to be on a series. It, it is going to be on a beach, isn't it? it Someone is. will get buried
2: alive with a <laughs> feet. The head so just above the sand. That'll be able to get pinned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So it was an interesting show. I think the wrestlers worked hard, but creative worked harder to F them. And if that viewer is this thing, I'd just like to point out that Dobby the house elf dies in Deathly Hollows Part (coughs) 1. But that's the negative bit. The positive bit, Impact's anniversary was on this weekend as well. And the first match was the Rascals having an open challenge and the Motor City Machine Guns returning to have a match with them. So it was already better than the horse show. (laughs) Uh, Followed up by what Heath Surname doing in the impact zone. Chris Bay doing his childhood dream of winning the X Division title uh, after he beat Willie Mack because they put a video on Twitter when he, as a kid, got the X Division replica title uh, for his birthday or Christmas, which is a nice thing to see. Um, Diona Perrazo beat Jordan Grace to become knockout champion. Eddie Edwards won a five man elimination match to become the Impact World champion. The mystery man was Eric Young and Rich Swan, but not really. And the Good Brothers arrived and beat up some heels. And rather than go through detailed results of everything, I just want to say, I was very pleasantly surprised by Impact's anniversary. Considering they having to deal with not just the Elgin situation and the uh, Blanchard situation, and also lockdown, I thought it went way better than I thought. I'm actually happy to see all these WWE people showing up because they've got this wave of support behind them from people wanting to see what they can do there. And yeah, I liked it. Jack, what did you think? Were you as positive as me?
0: Yeah, yeah, generally, on the whole, with the one exception of the women's gauntlet match, which was a bit rubbish. But apart from that, everything else seemed to be taken seriously. The The women's title match made up for that because that was a really good one. And f- for me, the Motor Machine Guns coming back was dead exciting because I, I used to absolutely love them. And every time they'd tease... They'd always tease it on Twitter, one of them. Usually Alex Shelley would be like, oh... Will will we get back together? And then he'd like, he'd be like, no, nah, I, I love Kashida too much. But now Kashida's oh, where is? Hang on, where's Kashida? He
1: went back to the future.
0: No, is he injured or is he just? Did he go out of Japan before the lockdown? Where's, Kish, where's Kushida? Where's Kashida? Anyway, the mostly machine guns are back, and I'm excited. But now I'm more, I'm more worried. I'm more worried about Kashida now, honestly.
1: Yeah, I don't know where he is, mate.
0: I forgot. I totally forgot he I forgot you existed until I was talking about Alex Shelley there.
1: These are the oh. everyone's waking up thoughts. Uh, Ross, did you have the pleasure of watching any of this? And what you I think? did.
2: I I tuned in because of the intrigue of who might show up. Um, it's easier to go through the negatives, isn't it? The negatives were the women's gauntlet match, and for me, the Rich Swan reveal, which they then saved with Eric Young coming out. Because I don't know about you, but I was like, uh, I know he was injured for a while and he said he cut the promo like when he's ready, he's going to come back and challenge for the world title. But when he came out, it was a bit underwhelming. Just, you know, but Eric Young turned up and Eric Young was good in that match, so good for him. But he, he's been shooting this week, hasn't he? Shooting all over the place. Pow, pow, brat, brat, etc., etc. Take that one, Vince McMahon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The only negative I can think of, just to balance it, make it look like, you know, Dixie Carter slipped as a cheeky fiver, was some of the worst production I've ever seen on a live pay-per-view broadcast. They couldn't cut away to backstage promos without like couldn't mm. to like, <laughs> hey, look at that thing up there, look at that ugly fan. And I posted some of that on Twitter and people were playing going, Who cares? I'm like, you know <laughs> what? If that's the worst stuff that I'm gonna show and I'm the only person that cares about media production gaffes. Good for impact. God, this is almost a positive bit, isn't it? Mm. Well, we can't be having that. Let's end this segment and go to Hall of Fame.
2: Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame.
1: And now it's time for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. See, I wasn't lying. In condescending order, Cameron Grimes's ball tickle, 26%. I'd already forgotten about that. And I went and checked it after you brought it up on Twitter and woof. It wasn't just a ball tickle because the people were saying, no, no, that's a sign of respect that wrestlers give to other wrestlers. <laughs> it was the fact that one of the commentators afterwards us and that must feel good.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's perfect, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Orange juice, no bits, 37%. So I wonder if maybe orange juice, some bits, would have done the vote. Yes, number one, 38%, swan graffiti. Oh, man. If you didn't see this last week... Uh, just, just Google uh, Edinburgh Swan Graffiti, and it was a way that uh, you know. No, I'll, I'll just start laughing again. But yeah, Swan Graffiti. Yes, thank you very much. I'm gonna try not to laugh now. Just thinking about it again. <laughs> There's only one choice for this week's, and I'm sorry if Jack's already picked it. He may have already done it. Watching AEW Dynamite this week. Oh, no. Who's gonna? Oh, good. See who's gonna show up? What's gonna happen? Show starts off with Cody Rhodes. Doing his open invitation thing, and it's like, eh. he's been going online, going, well, which independent cool superstar is gonna something something, and then nothing's happened. So he's wondering if it's a gimmick, and then Eddie Kingston, the last of a dying breed, shows up, and it's prime Eddie Kingston coming out, and going, all the people you thought have being boys, I'm a man, I'll put you in the grave all smiling and all this. I'm just like Eddie Kingston on a major show. First time since he was on, um, well, Impact when he did the LAX thing a few years ago. Yeah. We hey, he, did it? No. he ran over a kid with a car. It was brilliant. <laughs> they didn't um, use him very well. That's what the kid said. So, <laughs> my vote can only be for Eddie Kingston. Been watching him for decades now. Jesus Christ. I mean, that is true, but I don't want to say it. You know, his Chicago work, his CCW work, his PWG work, the European tours he's been doing. He was in Dub X Dub for 16 Carat earlier this year. I uh, love everything he does. love the way he talks, love the way he wrestles. I love the fact that he looks the way he does. That he's not effing Chris Masters. He's got a gut. He's 40 years old. It's what an independent wrestler should look like. And he's more focused on beating people up and sounding good on the mic. Eddie Kingston, my pick for Hall of Fame. Bra. He's
0: that's probably he the... Do you think he's like the best promo in the world, maybe? He's up
1: there. Ooh, that's a good question. Like... Oh. Should we save it for the... The big In question. A, you know what? That's a really good <laughs> Well done, Jack. The professional. We should do this. We should do this first thing every Friday morning. Uh we're well, not really. But yeah, Eddie Kingston is mine. Jack is drinking, so I'll go to Ross. What's
2: yours? <laughs> I'm going a completely different direction because I discovered that Live Aid has a YouTube channel, Matthew, this week. Oh. You remember that one from Are you me?
0: Fun? Are you me? What what? I also did you watch that documentary last weekend?
2: No, I didn't. I just came oh, across it right. on YouTube. What was documentary li- was there? The, there was a
0: live aid documentary, and it was going into like how year from Ultravox doesn't like Bob Geldof because he stole his slot and performed in front of the royal family. And there was all this backstage Freddie Mercury uh, trying it on with people when he's pissed after their set. Oh, it oh, was oh, wonderful. You, to say <laughs> that. That.
2: My pick was going to be Freddie Mercury.
0: Oh no, go for no. It's fine. He wasn't. He, apparently, he wasn't. He didn't actually do anything. He was just oh, a bit, right, just a bit happy after his set.
2: I saw there was uh, a clip of like the backstage goings on, like with Status Quo and all that. So I was like, "Oh, that looks interesting." Then I just had a whole deep dive, and then obviously Radio Gaga came on. That's the performance, isn't it? All we do is Radio Gaga. Um, so I, my picks, Freddie Mercury, because <laughs> he's fantastic. isn't he? That's there's fair. There's no, nobody like him, is there anymore? Doing the doing the rounds.
0: No, there's, there's, is, is is he the best frontman ever? Should we save that for the big?
1: The question big question, the, the question this week. Oh, Jack's on a roll, yeah. <coughs> Never mind extreme rules, who's the best frontman of all of music? Oh,
2: I'll tell you who, We need to speak about Post Malone. Do you see his, his Nirvana trip? You'd think The live stream of the week? Yeah. Bloody hell. He's in the wrong genre, that man. He's very good. Should we just scrap the wrestling podcast to become <laughs> the cult <Yeah>. music podcast? <laughs> just see if anyone notices at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but I, right, Freddie Mercury. There's my nomination. Because the only bit of Live
1: Aid that I know, i not sat down and watched it, is uh, they do Under Pressure, Queen, from, from Craig. But also, Duran Duran does View to a oh, Kill. No. <laughs> and it's become infamous because there's only, you know, like 30 million people watching it. Um, and he has a bit of a, uh, minor of mishap, his voice breaks spectacularly. Like the Steve Austin's nose. entrance breaks level of like, Dance into the fire. There's a little kiss. Is always we- Hey! Oh. Oh.
2: After <laughs> oh. this, after
1: this amazing podcast, or so if you're on a computer, go open up a new tab and just look for that. Oh. Oh. Feeling like very
2: soul. Bit of, bit of trivia I learned this week was Phil Collins performed on both sides of the Atlantic on the same day.
0: They On the documentary, they, they covered... Oh. They try and ring him on Concord to show off like all the tech, but it's, it's like the 80s. So you can just hear them, like Billy Connolly and whoever else is in the studio going... Can you hear us, Phil? And you just hear like... <laughs> they're like, oh, there he is. It's really bad. <laughs> it's really crap. <laughs> sorry, I'm full of live no, aid. No, that's, that's great. Uh, we have live all day. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs>
2: what, what channels is this documentary oh, on? Oh, I can't
0: remember. I was like half asleep. It was almost like a dream. Uh, it might have been... I can't think. I don't think there were advert breaks. It was one of the big ones. It was either BBC or ITV. I think one of the BBC's or ITV or Channel 4,
1: <laughs> one of the big three. <laughs> awesome. Jack, what's your pick for Hall of Fame?
0: Uh, mine's um, the GM mode from Up Up Down Down. What's it called? Battle of the Brands with Woods and Breeze because Xavier Woods was very upset on Twitter yesterday or the day before because in the middle of their stream, they were doing a live stream special uh, for SummerSlam and in the middle of the show, they're watching the matches and stuff. And it all seems to be quite funny. And uh, They have quite a lot of viewers as well. And then the emulator they were using crashed. And I'm not very techie, but all the files got lost. And now they've got no... It all got lost. Like There's no game anymore. There's no GM. That file's just gone. And Woods was very upset. But a lot of people were very nice about, him, about it to him, which I think is the right thing to do. Uh, so mine's going to be Battle of the Brands because I'm not a regular viewer. But whenever I've dipped in and out, him and Tyler Breeze are really entertaining on it and really funny. And they've re- recently as well they've started getting uh, wrestlers who are in the matches coming up to cut actual real life promos. So we had Billy Kay going like, "Guess where I am, Adam Cole? I'm in my kitchen, cooking up all the wires I can beat you." And I was like, "Oh, it's absolutely brilliant." <laughs> so and then Woods and Breeze are both watching it like, "Oh." So I'm sad for you know the fact that the file's being lost, but. On the other hand, it's been really good. Alia provided us with uh, the Batista, like the the appreciation of Batista's theme music too. So mine's Battle of the Brands, Up Up Down Down.
1: It's good that I saw a bit of that, because that's one where Billy Kay goes, I'm in the kitchen, what are you going to do? And Adam Cole went, aha, I'm in the bread bin hiding. So... <laughs> <laughs> because so,
2: he's small. That's He's oh. a very small man. <laughs> like Dennis Wise.
1: <laughs> so, three sterling efforts there from the Hall of Fame pickers Eddie Kingston, a proper wrestler, Freddie Mercury, not a proper wrestler, but he could have been. And Up Up Down Down's Battle of the Brands. Wow, what a great Hall of Fame pick. Time for you to go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash clubaholic. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Try to make that more interesting every week and you can tell it works. You?
0: Me? Yes, (laughs) you.
1: (laughs) You, which is really good for the people listening to the audio version
2: of the podcast. (sighs) What was that advert on the radio back in the day on Metro Radio? It was like, hey, yo, yes, yo. (laughs) yo, yeah. It was some sort of carpet thing. (laughs) (laughs) Carpets.
1: Yes. It's me, Franks, from Fra- Franks Factory Florida.
0: And- uh, no, my dad used to work for Franks and we had a van parked outside the house
1: and so many people would be like,
0: I love it's me! And it's
1: just like, scars <laughs> me. So that's bad, but I'd definitely be one of those people. <laughs>
2: this is this week in the wrestling! It's this bloody week in the wrestling!
1: <laughs> and the positivity continues with This Week in Wrestling... SmackDown. Oh, well. Cesaro beats Big E with help from Nakamura. The new day try to dish out some table justice after the match, but the baddies run away. It's always good reading this after the pay-per-view. Yeah. You know, it's happened bit one, whatever. Uh, Alexa Bliss has a mystery guess. On a moment of bliss, she's interrupted by Sasha and Bayley, who says they built the foundation of the women's revolution. They built the city on rock and roll. Bliss says they didn't let her finish, and it was just ask her, Nikki and Asker face Bailey and Sasha, but the Tag Champs sneaker win. Lacey Evans did indeed turn diddler in the karaoke contest and now beats Naomi to cement it. Oh, yeah. That's the thing I saw on social media. Uh, people try to get Naomi deserves better. Something trending. Right. I got that hashtag wrong, but. That was just well, a segue I mean, for someone else to say something. I mean, yeah. I mean, me like
0: she, I mean, she does because. What's with the karaoke segment? And she's, you know, one of the most charismatic and like, yeah, she's great. So why? I just uh, the SmackDown women's division at the minute has really disheartened me, Matthew. I've got to say that whole that whole karaoke segment. I just thought, I just ah, oh, oh no. And it, Naomi is is uh, the probably the biggest example, but it also counts for various others. But yeah, Naomi does deserve more. She does.
1: Oh, yeah, especially mentioned uh, Swamp Match for bringing up a brief mention of the karaoke. It's like, no, 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 not that horror show, the other one. And it's like, <laughs> all right, great.
0: Why did, did you do it then? Oh, if they're going to take, if they're gonna laugh at it afterwards, maybe they shouldn't have it on the show.
1: There are times when they've done that. Oh, remember when New Day were feuding with Gallows and Anderson and they did the, oh, let's show some replays of the old day segment from last week. And he went, no, we're not going to play any replays. That was horrible. And this moved on from it. Jim and Vince it's randon- takes a week. It takes a week now for people to go. Yeah, that was bad.
0: Jim and Vince randomly brought up the "This Is Your Life" with Bailey like the other month when he was roasting Triple H. Weird, roasting him when he was rambling and it was weird. What was that? Well, I'm guessing it was Triple H's idea and he thought it would do well. Maybe. Mm.
1: Yeah. Also, I one little thing, one thing, much just to be positive because I remember it now. At the very end, they did it like a horror show, uh-huh, where. The little graphic appeared in the t- in the corner, like an NXT takeover. You're like, "Oh, it must be the end." And then Ada! swerve. Turns out he's not dead. And I say, oh. actually, that was that was good. That got me. And then 80 Styles beats Matt Riddle to retain the IC title. Blah blah blah. Any thoughts on SmackDown? Anybody? Ross.
2: Yeah, Naomi does deserve better. Booker T. What was it? Booker T. said she needs she needs more psychology, and you don't get handed things, and a lot of a lot of bollocks, a lot of bollocks from Booker T. There.
1: Yeah, it was a weird boomer argument where it's like, well, I have to work hard, so you should work hard. And people trying to point out the book at no, 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 fans are wanting more. We're like, we're wanting it. It's the fans. Naomi isn't going, hey, guys, like, tweet yeah. nice things. It was the fans. Yeah. Oh, whatever. They... Booker's just a different age graphic, so. Graphic. Speaking, of, speaking of, he's a different demo, as they say on
2: Twitter. Yeah, I was going to say, he's moved out of the crucial one, hasn't he? Over forty-nine. Oh, what a shame. Oh, well, it's nice knowing you, I'm, I'm assuming he's over 49. Yeah, probably.
0: Our truth, will, our truth will be 50 soon. I saw this the other day. I think our truths 48 or something. It's ridiculous.
1: Somewhere there's a really ugly painting of our truth in an attic somewhere. <laughs> anyway, Monday Night Raw, Seth Rollins opens the show, it's always good, and tells us about how disgusted he is at what he did to Ray. He turns it on the fans the ugly ones on the ceiling, and also reminds us that Ray picked the stipulation in the first place. Yeah. Rollins then beats Alistair Black and viciously attacks his hand after the match, presumably setting up a hand-versus-hand match at SummerSlam.
2: (laughs) Uh, Ross? I feel really sorry for Seth Rollins during this promo. He was cutting the promo, saying all the words he was saying, and all the people in the performance centre, all the marks at ringside and their masks and whatnot. I'm uh, being a boomer. Anyway, (laughs) they were all going, shame, shame, shame at Seth Rollins. Tom Phillips on commentary was saying, I can't believe Seth Rollins would even stoop to those kind of depths. I can't believe he would do that. (laughs) It was the rules of the match. Rollins was challenged to this match. Rey Mysterio tried to take Rollins' eye out as well. The double standards on this week's Raw Against my man Seth Rollins was disgraceful. I felt sorry for Seth, so I did.
0: Yeah. After after someone's buried the Undertaker alive, no one goes. Well, you've buried yeah. a man
1: alive. <laughs> yeah, it's bollocks. Do
2: you the, feel the like fiend, a man? The fiend might have. The fiend might have killed someone on Sunday. We still don't know yet, do we? If Braun Strowman drowned after being pulled down to the depths of that swamp by the fiend, you might have done.
0: And then, but Bray won't get shamed like Rollins no, did.
2: But, no. but if Seth did it, if Seth put a scuba <laughs> dive in, if Seth dressed up as scuba Steve... Oh, he looks so...
0: <laughs> Seth would look so funny in his scuba costume.
1: <laughs> as long as he came out still wet on Raw, the little flabby <laughs> thing, cuts a promo with the thing on. MVP and Lashley face off with R-Truth until Shelton Benjamin attack from behind and wins the 24-7 title. MVP Bad Mouth, Ricochet, and Cedric. Uh, oh my god. I, I did not. I'm glad promos. that you wrote this up, Jack. This was <laughs> this is the thing that got me as well, and it's weird how like two lines can really <coughs> stick out, just how yeah. bad they are. Yeah. And you just get used to the rest of the crap. MVP does a really forced line that was clearly written by someone backstage that he has to say and says, Aha, Cedric and Ricochet, don't you mean dumb and dumber? Just so Cedric can come out and go. Yeah, you're like Dumb and Dumber. You last time you're relevant was 2006, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever because Dumb and Dumber came out in '94. It's timeless <clears throat> and got a sequel in 2014.
0: No, Just the sequel. Horrible. The sequel must have been around. To, the, the sequel. The, the only I've racked my brain thinking about what this what this comeback had mean from Cedric, and I feel like the sequel must have come out around 2006. But the sequel wasn't relevant. I, I remember it barely made a splash.
1: Like, to clarify, just to interrupt, there are two sequels. Oh, sorry. We're only going to acknowledge Dumb and sorry. Dumber 2, the proper one, because they... I forgot about this until you said this. They did Dumb and Dumber... Dumb and Dumberer. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that came out in the early 2000s. With, with different actors. With different actors, and they did a yeah. proper sequel of the proper actors in 2014.
0: I've not yeah. seen the the proper sequel. Is it is it all better than Dumb and Dumber? yeah.
1: Uh, I haven't seen Dumb and Dumber, but it's got to be oh, better than watch,
0: that. I oh, don't watch Dumb and Dumber. Have oh, you
1: seen Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, what was it like? When I,
0: when I was a kid, me and my best mate, like, we loved Dumb and Dumber, and like, whenever one of us had a sleepover or whatever, we'd we'd stick on Dumb and Dumber because we just found it so funny. So we were really excited for Dumb and Dumber, and it was so disappointing. It was so bad. Yeah, it was. It didn't compare at all, at all. I've got genuinely quite angry there about Dumb and Dumber. Yeah.
1: By the way, if there's any kids watching, because I know the audience of this is like 10 years old or something, yeah, as soon as you can, you're allowed to watch it. Please watch Dumb and Dumber at some point. Oh, it's good.
0: I wonder if it's offensive now nowadays. I wonder if things that they say are suddenly a bit more like
1: risqué. I hope so. <laughs> uh, and Cedric Ricochet and a returning Mustafa Ali then win a six-man tag against the other three. So there's a lot going on in this segment. It was like three weeks of Raw and one bit, but I was all right with it because so it proves stuff's happening there's uh, something of a stable actually happening didn't happen the way that we thought it would but got Shelton Benjamin 24-7 title woohoo Ali's back not a hacker and hitting an amazing suicide dive on the last Lashley that nearly knocked his socks off so lots going on here Jack what did you think?
0: I think this, we should start calling these type of segments a Brucey P special a Brucey bonus a Brucey we should bonus. call it a Brucey yes. bonus yeah. Uh, but apart from that yeah it was it was alright apart from that line I just wish I hope that we find out who the hacker is eventually
2: Ross. Yeah, Ross. nice. Like, like, well, how do you know? Uh, yeah. Nice to see Shelton Benjamin. I like the look of the herd business as a trio. Got to be more people added down the line. More to that promo from Cedric and Ricochet. Cedric calling MVP irrelevant when MVP's on Raw every single week and Cedric Alexander <laughs> is Cedric Alexander. And then Ricochet followed up, by the way, by going, MVP, you are not a champ. You are a chump. Ooh. And we are supposed to get behind these men, and believe in what they're doing, and rally behind their fight against these evil men who make up their own title belts and claim it as the... What this a load quite, of politics. That
0: was quite inspirational, that Ross. That was starting. <laughs> we're supposed to believe in these men.
2: <laughs> I'm just. I'm saying I can't. I can't do it when they're saying lines like this. I just can't get. It was such a mess. But yeah, Ali. It was nice to see Ali back. Um, I don't know. Maybe he, he is still a hacker, and this is all a bit of a a ruse and then all of a sudden you'll go aha <laughs> it's <Potter. laughs> <laughs> oh, Ali, fine. <if>, Ali Partridge <laughs> if
0: the hacker was if the hacker was Alan
2: Partridge
0: <laughs> aha uh, it was me Ali it was me all along it was me you get <laughs> so
1: good oh uh, oh uh, oh god <laughs> Ruby Riot beats Peyton Royce and the Street Profits beat Andrade and Gaza. Montez Ford does an amazing frog splash. Yes, he oh, did. Aye. Yeah. Just did the
0: show there Yeah,
2: right. He didn't have to do the spin in the air, but he did it anyway. Oh, I hate people like that who are talented.
1: <laughs> Sasha and Bailey come out to gloat about having all the gold. I like confronted by Asuka, as we were talking about earlier. Stephanie McMahon appears on the Tron and appears to be huge and terrifying, <laughs> like Zordon from Power Rangers, and declares the pay-per-view match a no contest. She books a rematch for next week and has to be a fair fight. The rim of the title becomes of a DQ countout or if Bailey gets involved. There's Steph's logic of, well, Asuka didn't beat anybody for the title. Becky gave it to her and says, hold on to this while I'm away being preggers. So she is. Not as much of a chat, whatever. And then Carrie saying beat Bailey, which threw some people off because she hasn't re-signed yet. There's a lot to take in here, isn't there, Ross?
2: There is, Matthew, as I was saying earlier. Makes no sense. Somebody has written a script for Stephanie McMahon and made Stephanie McMahon look like a massive pleb. So whoever wrote that is now deceased. Because we know you can't make Stephanie McMahon look weak on WWE TV and get away with it why has Asuka been seemingly stripped of the title and she never she never lost it yes Sasha never w- won it but Asuka never lost it I feel sorry for Asuka and she did earn it she won the Money in the Bank ladder match yeah I'm getting behind all these people Um. yeah I don't know what else to say it was a shock to see Carrie win with what's in the news but that's about it isn't it it's another another good wrestling match from Sasha Banks the shock and horror of it all
0: yeah Bailey might get a win back next week because Kyrie was at the tapings which I think were for this week and next week so we'll wait and see what happens to Kyrie next week where she, get, where she gets written off presumably or oh, they're going to make it horrible they're going to throw her off the building or something
1: not a Cobo uh, Hall after a monster truck match yeah <laughs> <laughs> then she'll just land the on the uh, water
2: side <laughs> <laughs> into water a side, pirate land. ship and then just sail off <laughs> <laughs>
1: Also, you it it, missed out the bit, Ross, where Stephanie and went, Asuka, you're not a champ. You're a chump. <laughs> <laughs> and then Randy Orton beat Big Show in an ODQ main event. Orton wins and then punts Show to end Raw. And any hope of them getting any ratings. It's, weird. <laughs> it's very weird at this point because it's, I think WWE's in a position that they've hoped they'd never get to, where there's literally no quick fix right now. Usually when this has happened, they'll be able to get some legend back. But due to lockdown and due to people being paggard, there's literally no one they can get. They had Edge. He's knackered. Christian took one bump and that was enough for him. Flair is barely alive. Uh, big Show is just consistently around, so he's not a draw anyway. They've had uh, Farouk and Devon Dudley making cameo appearances and not doing anything. And there's no amount of money to get like the big ones, like I don't know, Hogan or Austin or Rock, to come back. They're in a They're bad a, position right now, they, be they do
0: have a lot of money. They do have a lot of money. Like they could do that, I think. But maybe they don't like spending that much money on one person. I mean, the Rock's asking price would probably be astronomical by this point. But I don't know. It's really strange. But I guess it was even without the lockdown, you could argue that this was always going to happen, as long as they didn't create new stars.
1: So maybe it's just starting, maybe it's just maybe it's just come around. Yeah. So at least the low ratings are happening for a reason because it's like, well, I'm gonna tune into Raw, not seen it for a while. Orton versus big show. Okay, mm-hmm. right, cool. Anyway, uh happy news, AW Dynamite. Uh very talk about the greatness that is Eddie Kingston. But Cody won the match, which was no DQ. And it was cool, and there were thumbtacks, and it was extreme. And I'm alright with that, because it's Eddie Kingston. I don't want to use logic. Uh Darby Allen comes out to attack Brian Cage, but is immediately ambushed by Ricky Starks wearing slippers.
2: How on earth was he doing that? Because I've got—I was saying this on a video yesterday. I've got a pair of slippers that are constructed like that without the heel, and you get a lick on walking up the stairs or slight like a slight jog, and they're flying off like Matt Riddle's flip uh, flip flops. And he's doing full on wrestling maneuvers doing them. There must be double sided sticky tape involved or some witchcraft. Ah. Incredible scenes. Secrets so of wrestling revealed. And
1: Darby Allen, bless him. It's a good job he loves getting hurt a lot because Ricky Starks hit him from behind and he went into that ring like JFK. He just. Oh, oh
0: stayed, he my God. Rem- <laughs> Man, it was he, horrible. Wait, I thought you were going to say like Enzo More when he when Simon Gotch threw him into the ropes. I but thought just JFK went, would be more look, tasteful. Jeff, JFK. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: Anyway, the, the pair beat him up until Moxie makes a save. <laughs> Back into um, the left, Jesus. And then the Bucks beat the Butcher and Blade <laughs> in a Falls Count Anywhere match that is a bit pointless, but fun nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really build up much for this Falls Count Anywhere match, but I enjoyed it, I agree with that, Jack. Uh, was anyone else put off by the bit where the Butcher and the Blade were doing their butcher stuff and the Bucks arrived and they're like, all right, let's wash our hands. It's like, okay, that's good. And they started brawling around the area with the raw meat and throwing yeah, the raw meat yeah. at each other.
2: I know. Uh, and it's when I, I was Nick, like, oh. Nick Jackson kicked the table with the knives on towards the blade. The knives could have gone anywhere. No. Irresponsible behaviour. He's
1: trying to blade the blade.
2: Oh, Aye. <laughs> using his own son against him. <laughs> I was asking the question, no? Why did the butcher and the blade not just stab them? <laughs> Match over. Job done. Haven't even broken a sweat. Put puts them into a meat grinder. <laughs> It's like that scene from you. Has anyone seen that? No. On the Netflix? Oh. No. The one I about fu- the
0: stalkery man, the
2: scary man. Uh, a full body goes into a thing.
1: Oh, Happens in Fargo
2: as well. anyone seen that? It happened
0: when, no, it happened when The Miz and his boys did it to Strowman. And they put him in that bin wagon. Oh, yes. yes. And then he came back in a different bin wagon and got out of it.
2: I was like eight days later, wasn't it? He'd been in a different his... city. <laughs> what are the chances? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he didn't die, which is brilliant.
1: And I love people going, that's unrealistic, because if you, if you stop here, you look, it's a different bin van. <laughs> and it was completely logical for people that he'd gotten out and done something else, then gone back, hitchhiked a ride in a different bin van. But it was more plausible to have stayed in the same bin van for a week and then drove around <laughs> <laughs> I love wrestling and it's a shame they didn't do something like this here where well, he grinds them up and then eats him, serves them and goes to like Blade Hmm. so how's your Matt Jackson he goes eh, overrated <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently there was a bit where they had like a mud show thing on the van and I literally didn't notice it as soon as it was pointed out I didn't care go take your <laughs> cornet fetish somewhere else uh, Hangman Page beats Five a member of the Dark Order before Brody Lee offers him a spot not my spot, not the spot on my back, not a dog-named spot, but my spot. Uh, Page turns him down. And, sorry, was that an Anderson thing from 97? Right. Swing right. and a miss. I'm very sorry. sorry. Page turns him down in the Dark Order attack, but FTR save the day. Omega arrives too, but he's a bit late.
2: Ooh. Yes. Jack yes. yes.
0: I'm buzzing for the big breaker. I'm absolutely buzzing and FTR I'm assuming this is just a prediction but I think they'll win because they've got in the heads of Omega and Page and then they'll have the, we'll have the Bucks versus FTR for the belts but even if it doesn't go that way I'm still very excited because they keep finding new interesting ways to keep this storyline going so it's
1: really it's really good yeah it's nice to see more and more people on the AEW roster realizing that the elite are a bit of a bunch of dicks <laughs> Wow, what a hell of a push for this AW Dark guy, isn't it? Oh, it's Sammy Guevara. Uh, the Inner Circle beat down our boys until the best friends in Orange Cassidy save the day. Any of your thoughts there, Ross,
2: on anything? No, that, that, yeah, just I thought that was the best dynamite of the lockdown era so far. Can't think of a better one that we've seen over the past four months or however long it's been. Every segment mm. was a, a hit for me.
1: Aye, and the ratings were the best in months. fact, someone said it was the best ratings they've had since Pac was on the show which confirms that Eddie Kington is an honorary Brit happy (laughs) to know you pal (laughs) NXT was this week and the big announcement from William Regal the GM that everyone thought was going to be a move to Thursday nights or something was that Keith Lee will vacate the North American title a la Ultimate Warrior 90 and they will do a bunch of qualifying matches and it'll be fought for you'll never guess that's right a ladder match at TakeOver Thirty on August twenty second. Xxx. Oh, anyway, could you all that at sync? Three, two, one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why <God>. so cool? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Later, Bronson Reed wins the first qualifying match against Gargano and Strong. What was it like, Jack?
0: That was decent. Bronson Reed is an interesting choice, but. If they're going to create new names, then not that he wasn't a name on the Indies, but you know what I mean. If they're going to make use of more people on NXT, <coughs> on NXT, then fair enough.
1: Good times. Dexter Loomis chokes out Killian Dane. Brizango beat Ever Rise, and Shotty beat Alia.
0: Shotty beat Alia and then ran over Robert Stone again. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it this is, is a, a recurring idea.
1: joke. Robert Stone, Robert Stone, Christ. Robert Stone getting run out every week. I'm all for it. And Messinius Ms- Martin has showed
0: up. And, and booted Shotty Blackheart and I now... love like the tank
2: it was fantastic I've seen NXT this week since we're here on a Friday morning oh my god Ross it's a
1: special occasion what did I you know. think of
2: this? Uh, thought... yes I liked it I like that uh, Robert Stone's got himself a new a new member of his brand and it's not someone you would expect and I like that I like that shade I also like Killian Dong's Killian Dolph. <laughs> just <laughs> 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 Do you see oh. what you see? Killian Dane's inadvertent thong Do you see that when he oh, whacked down his. Thong. Oh, it was fantastic. He pulled down his straps, he did the old Kurt angle, but the way it was just sitting around his his, his love handles, it looked like a massive thumb. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'm not, I'm not prepared to laugh at Killian Dane. He's a lovely man. Yeah.
2: Oh, he's a lovely man. Yeah, I'm sure he's laughing as well. He did all the banter backstage, uh, I'm sure. Fair enough. Yeah, fair Maybe, enough. Maybe. I hope so. I, I hope just so. found it slightly funny.
1: Killian Don was funny. Killian, Killian Don was <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Thatcher beat Wanny Lorcan again in a good rematch. And I saw this because I watched NXT just to see Timothy Thatcher because he was in a gang called Ring Camp. Do you know the horrible news of this week? Fabian Eichner did a video on Twitter. Didn't do a lot of follows or retweets, so I think a lot of people didn't notice it until someone tagged me in it. Apparently, they've made him officially a part of Ringkampf because he's got a Ringkampf shirt. What? What do you I mean? I don't know if he's just taking advantage of lockdown where no one's Wait. paying attention. Fabian Eichner has a Ringkampf shirt now.
0: As in they're pretending they retconned him into the old stable?
2: They yeah, still, still sell sure Ringkampf merch, I see. Yeah, oh, all absolutely. Time, they? But
1: Fabian Eichner was never in that. He's a no.
0: Matthew guy. Oh, this is like that episode of The Simpsons where they changed Skinner's backstory.
1: That's exactly everything. right. Yeah. Tar- Tarzarian has joined. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a bad it's a bad day for everything. And if that wasn't bad enough, Karrion Kross destroys Dijakovic in front of Keith Lee.
2: Any thoughts there, uh, Ross, on that amazing sounding thing? Yeah, I, I like the, the, the bit with the stairs where... Somehow Dajakovic's head was under the ring. I noticed in that placement before, that was a bit different. I like the drama at the end with Keith Lee and he's like, You make me sick. Yeah, I liked it. It was fine. I hope that Keith Lee keeps his title though. I don't know if he will though.
0: Yeah. It's a it's a it's two people who you can't really see losing, actually, mm. Cross and, and Lee. Mm.
1: What did you uh. think about Matthew? <laughs> I only saw the two. I saw the Toothy Thatcher match, and that was enough for me. After, after AEW, I'm all right with just a bit of NXT dessert. I'm full. You'll get accused of bias. Absolutely. Okay, fair enough. That guilty as charged, Your Honour. And that was a week <laughs> in wrestling.
2: Let's have a run in our mailbags.
1: <laughs> and now let's have a little look in the mailbag and hear all the words I will pronounce correctly. Number 1. Hello Jack Ross and Mafu. Cultaholic is starting a new wrestling promotion, CPW. No <laughs> one not. No one <laughs> no <or not. laughs> no not. no not. But bloody well not. You get to pick any wrestlers from any promotion to come in and join your promotion. Jack is in charge of the men's division, Ross is in charge of the women's division, and Mafu runs the tag division. You get to pick 10 wrestlers/teams slash for 10 or oh. 5. Five, I just edited five. We're doing five, we're doing five. Yeah, who is joining your promotion and who are your top champs. All the best, stay safe and wear a mask. Cheers, AJ Lawrence. Well, thank you very much, AJ, for that lovely thing. No, we're not doing 10 because this is long enough. So, should you go round the circle? Yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, Go on then. Your men's division, Jack, who's your first guy?
0: Just to clarify... It's any promotion, so it's got to be currently active people. It's not like an all time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Uh, John Cena is my first pick because logically, John Cena, obviously, why would you not have. Think of the eyes that would get on the product. Mine's John Cena.
2: Ross,
1: who's your woman?
2: Who's my woman? Well, I actually made a list of 10 in preparation for this question, but I'm going to have to narrow that 10 down to a five, Matthew. You've made this twice as hard as it should be. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go for Becky Lynch yeah. for pretty much the same reason as Jack.
1: Good one. Uh, hmm. I'm not thinking like you guys are thinking, because in terms of tag teams, there's not that huge draw. There's not Legion of Doom in 86. So I'm going to say Lucha Brothers.
0: Fair enough. Because there's
1: very few tag teams like them, have that success in uh, North America. So, and I like them. Who's your other guy, Jack?
0: It was going to be CM Punk, but I don't. I'm not counting him as with a promotion. I don't think he counts. So I'm not going to go for CM Punk. I'll go for. You know what? Oh, it'll be a bit of poo housery I'll go for uh, Cody Rhodes because that'll take the legs from right under AW, and we'll be right in there, lads. We'll be right in there. So Cody, Cody Rhodes.
2: Ross. I'll go for Britt Baker. Oh Ooh. good shot. I feel like I'm on the draft in
1: two thousand and two. And Ross Picks. Second tag team would be the Good Brothers, whatever name they're going by this week, just because of the uh worldwide appeal of WWE, Impact, and New Japan. And they steal other people's videos. Uh Jack, here comes your man. Who have you got? Um, probably go for a fairly
0: not 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 really young, but like a newer star. I'll probably go for Keith Lee because he's got it all. He's charismatic, great in the ring, and charismatic again, and he can sing. Ross.
2: Oh, Ross. Io Shirai would be my next pick because she's Io Shirai. Yes, Matthew.
1: Ring camp, two reasons one it's my company I can do what I like and two the European so the flights from right will be way cheaper now which two members of ring camp? oh yeah
0: I have to pick two oh your mother well you might not be I Well, to
1: well I will obviously be picked for the men's thing for you so I can't pick him I am picking good old Timothy Thatcher and Axel Dieter Jr okay Okay. camp classic. Yeah, original. The, the original taste of classic. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. How, what am I on now, number four? Hmm. Uh, it's getting tricky. I'll go for. Ooh, Todd. I'll go for Hiromu Takahashi from New Japan because he's kind of crazy and wild but also fantastic in the ring he's a bit of an injury risk but I think he's just wacky enough to get over but he is going to be a lot smaller than every other bloke I've picked so far
2: Sasha Banks would be my next pick oh this is difficult
1: <laughs> uh, it's getting tough now isn't it it's oh it is
2: yeah
1: uh-huh. Street Profits Give that big money to leave WWE come over they're cool, I like the look, the way they like they sound and talk. And that's it.
0: Uh my last one. It's really difficult. Probably go for uh Oh! Chris Jericho. Hmm? Yeah, there we go. Chris Jericho yeah, Chris Jericho. The men's division's a bit old, but it'll be alright. It'll be fine. <laughs>
2: I might go for a bit of a wild card pick me for number five. But of a wild card you don't see coming, Ruby Riot. Oh hmm. I, I'm a big fan of Ruby Riot. Does the wrestles well, does the speaking very, very, very well compared to a compadres, in my opinion. Looks different, <laughs> brings in a different audience. Go on then. Ruby Riot. Like it.
1: And similar but different reasons the new day. I'd have to bring them. I'll just pretend that there were three people counts as a tag team because I couldn't bear to
2: like leave two of them. If you and had to, Matthew, if I was oh, pointing the oh, gun man. at your head right now and said you've got to leave one behind.
1: Uh, probably Kofi Kingston. Oh! Because I love Big E, untapped potential there. Xavier Woods has that different, different demographic. And what I mean by that is the nerds. So I'm looking at the promoter that got the different variations of people there. Uh, It sucks that after all of them, you have to get rid of the most successful singles, whatever. (laughs) It sucks being a booker. Oh, no. (laughs) But I'm sure we'll just send these to Adam Pachitti and we'll have that company up and running in no time. Making loads of money right now. Number two, hi to the Coldaholic Wrestling Podcast, Hall of Fame worthy, Coldaholic Wrestling Podcast. Sorry, Mm -hmm.
0: can I change one of my picks from Takahashi to (laughs) Pat? Sorry, sorry, pack. I've realised pack exists. There we go. Sorry, I'm so sorry for cutting off that email. I That's panicked there. I couldn't bear not having Neville in there.
2: Right. That's why. Any other changes, Ross? Uh, no, I'm I'm fine with my five. Okay. Shame about the five. I couldn't mention. I had Rosemary in me ten. I was gonna. I was gonna oh. cause all sorts of discussion.
0: Mm. Do you want to run through? Do you want to go through your other five?
2: Damn, Skippy, I will, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the four horsewomen because obviously, Io Shirai, Britt Baker, Shayna Baszler, Asuka, Rosemary, and Bianca Belair. Those me. Be... I didn't even put Ruby Bright oh, in there. That's that was a, very a last strong. minute a last minute change, but I don't regret it.
1: That's very strong. That's a very that's strong. Good. That's good. That's uh, yeah. good. I'd pick the Butcher and the Blade five more times. I love the you. Didn't you
0: didn't pick you didn't pick the revival?
1: Oh, They're
0: the best oh, action well. in the world.
1: Oh, well. maybe next year, lads. <laughs> Hi, the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast Hall of Fame worthy the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Yes. <laughs> I felt that Dov Ziegler's match choice at Extreme Rules could easily have been much more in his favour, especially since there were no restrictions placed on him. So here is a scenario. You, Math, Ross and Jack, get booked in a triple threat, three stages of hell match, where each of you get to pick or create a stipulation to give you an advantage over the other two. Which stipulation, preferably entirely original, would you choose? I would propose similar to a Firefly Funhouse match for Matthew, <clears> because <throat> everything's better with puppets. I haven't heard that <laughs> well. A kennel from Hell match for Ross. Even if he loses, he gets to hang out with dogs. And a double-decker bus brawl for Jack, for obvious reasons. Uh, this person's that obvious yep. reason being he gets to interview Kurt Angle on the top one. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your wonderful content, always keeping me entertained. Also, a special shout-out to Tom, the incredible Cultaholic podcast feed. Yours, Michael, oh, here we go, B-E-A-U-Z-E-C. So I'm going to go with Bozek from South Africa. Fair enough. Thank you, Michael, from South
0: Africa. You for,
1: thank you very much. So, each of you get to pick or create a stipulation. So is this us resting each other a triple threat? I must yeah, so they Okay. Cool. stays Right then, it has to be entirely but it has to play to our strengths.
0: Imagine this is like a promo on the Go Home Raw. We're all in the ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're all revealing gradually what our stipulations are. <laughs> yeah. so, wait, 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 wait! Oh no, don't do it! He's going to do it as well. He's going to actually do it. He's going to do I'm it. Thirsty. All right.
1: And I would say <clears throat> I'll go first, and I. Hmm. Oh, I have absolutely nothing Well, I've got one, I thought if, you, if <laughs> I pointed the camera and paused <clears throat> and something would come in my head Jack why don't you go first
0: basketball okay, uh, we'll go. <laughs> this is purely tactical, basketball is the only sport that I'd consider myself competent at uh, I don't know how good you are Matthew but I saw Ross and Tom's video and I'd, I'd back myself against Ross at the shooting at a hoop, no offence Ross I'm just thinking purely tactically there. He looks very angry, of course.
1: This sounds like a challenge to me. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just tact it's just tactics to win Ross, this stage. Can
1: you do me but a favor we You've got wait, an iPad lying sorry. around that you can just look at and look angrily at as he says this.
0: It would all it would all backfire though if Matthew turned out to be just like <laughs> if Matthew turned out to be fantastic at it though, and then it would go really wrong.
1: Good job, this is a fantasy then. Um, I would do then I see the theme now right I would go okay you like, you need a rest after that it's okay have the physical let's have the mental and we'll have the wrestling trivia contest as the second
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, well you've won that one there you go
1: and that means Ross the main event Twiddell well you listen here oh, Matthew no. and Jack
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I would simply go for We'll have to lift each other's feet off the floor, because I don't think either of you could do it to me. Because you Matthew, see, Matthew, I probably weigh twice the amount that you do, and Matthew... you've got half the brain. That... I was going what's oh, exactly yeah. going to do head as well, then. Matthew does,
0: Matthew does hit the gym quite a lot, or did
1: before lockdown, though. I was going yeah, to say, forget that. Healthy Matthew's cancelled, you know. <laughs> I've, but, been uh, lifted, I've
0: been no. lifting a few weights in lockdown also, I'm just saying. Not i love to lift me. Okay,
1: right. Ooh, you say uh, that, but now I'm now I'm looking at it going, I didn't I have know. no idea, I had no inkling to do it, but now you've said you can't, I'm like... Well, I'd right. do it
2: when we're back in the office and it's safe to be within a, a yard of each yeah.
0: other. I'm, sorry, uh,
2: too- yeah, I'm, I like that.
0: I'm really um, <laughs> just feel sorry for this crowd at this pay-per-view that this is happening at, because they've watched us shoot some hoops then do a, tri- a trivia quiz and then just stand around going <laughs> oh dear
1: the way, the way to see all these tag teams were booked to show up mm. but I, I not see this is the main event
0: this is what sort of promotion would book all these mid wrestlers and make the personalities the forefront of it
1: instead that's just ridiculous isn't it no, no, Jack no. why would anyone do such a thing it's like they're just burning money in front of people <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Hello, you bunch of cults. Mm. <laughs> ah, just reading it. Here is the unofficially declared best Ross Twiddell of Cultaholic quiz of all time. And yes, it's another quiz.
2: I was hesitant to put this in to be honest with you, because who gives a toss? But you asked for it last week, Matthew. So it's in there. So it's just it's just
1: new themed.
2: Yes, it is, I. That's why are I was you... hesitant about putting it's it It's kind in. of good that
1: you, you answer the emails,
2: though, and you said, yes, here's the quiz about me. I'm like, all right. There was, actually, you... there was actually two submissions, and I'm sorry to the guy who was, hasn't <laughs> made the cut.
1: <laughs> we, <laughs> no. we have great
2: fans, by the way. <laughs> are you...
0: Are you, oh, they both going to be listening right now thinking it's theirs? Oh, One of them is not... about
2: to be... Like, I should have made a note of their name. I, I, I'm very, very right. sorry I was in a rush to, yesterday.
0: To whoever it is who didn't... Get it when when this quiz happens and you realize it's not yours. Email us next week and just give us a brief like summary of your emotions and we'll include it in <laughs> the next week's show. I think that's a nice way of doing it.
2: Not the quiz, but just your emotions. Not the, <laughs> doing the yeah. quiz again. Yeah. How all are you hard, feeling? All
0: the hard work you've put in. So are you going to be the quiz master, Ross, or is it me versus you? But
2: I think this came from last week. You were saying that uh, the questions you answered were all about you, so that's why you won last yeah. week's cult. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, so I'll
2: ask them. Yeah, Ross it's is a, in a quiz like this, about himself.
0: To... <laughs> so now Ross is going to beat me because all the <laughs> questions. Right? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. But
1: the hilarity is if you beat him at a quiz that's about him. <laughs> I don't think I will. Will. I've
2: got the memory of a fish. He probably will.
1: Okay. Question number one. What? Wait a Let me just see how many questions there are. I think there's oh, 10, there? there's ten. So we'll do like we did last time in the interest of fairness. We'll go one person, and if they get it right, they get two points. And if pass on to the other person, and they get it right, then they get one point. Okay. okay. Does Ross start one, because Who starts? Uh, I'll go with you, Jack. Oh. What moment in the five v five SmackDown versus Raw elimination match allowed Ross to win the insert Stevie Man voice first time ever cult holic pay per view reactions competition, thus saving his hair and eyebrows?
0: Are there choices? And
1: there are. Oh, there's two. Oh, uh, Triple H betraying his own team, then hitting Shane McMahon with a pedigree, slash pinning him, pinning him. Or Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens interfering and beating Shane McMahon down, allowing Triple H to pin him and steal the dub from SmackDown.
0: I don't remember that second thing happening. Did that happen as well? No, it didn't.
1: Uh, the first one. Is the right answer. Thank you. So you get two points. I'm just going to do a little score thing here. Uh, question two to Ross. In what order did Ross go to these lovely locations on his Amsterdam trip? <laughs> three choices A <coughs> pub <coughs> zoo swing sex museum Sex Museum pub swing zoo swing sex museum zoo pub Sounds like the most bizarre like password option in a mega drive game <laughs> yeah.
2: That uh, option number three—it's got to be. Swing, got it in on the
1: sex museum, zoo, then pub. Got yeah. it in on the
2: pub. You can't do any. You c- it's literally impossible to do it the other way around because that's the most I've put away ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to priorities and audit. Yes, the answer was
2: <laughs> C. That was a legitimate, like fifteen pint minimum. It was unbelievable, what? just in this one place. <laughs> Wait, well, in two places in Amsterdam. On me, Todd. What a sad, pathetic man I am for doing that, anyway.
1: I've, I've been Amsterdam and I've been a sad, pathetic man with you. It's all right. <laughs> Question number three to Jack. Also from his eye-opening Amsterdam trip, when he was a little bit out of it, what song did he sing on karaoke?
0: <laughs> oh, that woman!
1: <laughs> Bonus points if you know what the woman he sang with was known as. Oh, no idea. All right, All right. well, we'll go to the song first of all. A, Love Really Hurts Without You by Billy Ocean. Oh, what tune? "Viva la Radio" by Lolly. Also a big (laughs) tune. Don't let the sun go down on me. Elton John or the Boss, James Brown.
0: Oh, that's really good options because a lot of those songs are linked to Ross in some way. Yeah, I know. I know that the Boss by James Brown is his ideal entrance theme, and I know that having worked with him in an office for several years now, I know that "Viva la Radio" by Lolly is his very favorite song. (laughs) But, but uh, I think it was Elton John. Don't let the sun go down
1: on me. And you'd be the, right. Thank you. And what was the first
0: option? How's that linked to Ross? What was the option? i, like anyway? I really yeah, hurt yeah. about you.
1: It's just Absolutely. a good song. Just, just yeah. a good, just oh, a good song, yeah. And the bonus answer, Short Back and Sides. That was oh, her yeah.
0: name. I, I, I not have idea. no item. idea
1: what she was called.
0: Actually, oh. great. But the, So that's ball. what that's what she was known as in the video, right? Yeah, I just because
2: like, she had it all the way around. She's quite edgy. Was she a nice... She looked like a terrific woman. Oh, she was a lovely lady. Yeah. That was it. We just sang the song and went off, went off separate ways, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Question four for Ross. What is the name of the rabbit that helped Ross win his 2019 Clash of Champions predictions?
2: Oh. Todd. Big Todd. He said, I'd hope
1: you'd know this one. <laughs> to Jack, during the 2017 Clash of Champions reactions, who was, wa- who was Ross doing an impression of, causing him and Adam to miss the victory of Dolph Ziggler, who was now US champion? Was it A, Bart Simpson from The Simpsons, B, Chef from South Park, or C, Mickey Mouse, the mascot of an evil corporation?
0: It's... I don't... Oh, man. uh, Ross loves an impression. Um, I could see it being all three of these. Probably not Bart Simpson. I'll go for...
1: Oh, I'll go for Mickey Mouse. Ross, do you know what
2: the answer was? I've got a sneaking suspicion it might be Chef. And you'd be right. Oh, no. Hello, children. No, he's done it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Shut your eyes like he's really here. (laughs) Question six to Ross. What was the name of Ross short anime franchise? I'm looking forward to seeing the result of this. Was it Dragon Ball Big E? Mojo's Bizarre Adventure or <laughs> Big Dog Bebop
2: I've got to oh. be honest I didn't I didn't look this far down the questions when I picked this one but the attention to detail and the, the imagination on display here I'm fully justified in picking this one but it was Big Dog Bebop
1: you'd be right and I'm hoping that you haven't looked at the questions before this but I realise oh, no. it's your email but anyway, K Fabe, Mojo's like Bizarre, Mojo's, Mojo's yeah, bizarre Adventure is yeah, a good one. Yeah, 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 that's very good But it would have had to have been about Mojo Rawley, so... Which makes it bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless him. Cushion seven to Jack. What was Ross signature phrase? He repeatedly screamed at Ronda Rousey and Stephanie McMahon during the WrestleMania 34 reactions. There was a lot of words. Go on. Kill, die, or hurt her until she's in so much pain she can't... Raise his shoulder before the it, three count.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was kill, but he also said things like wrench, and a lot of just shouting as well. But it was kill. It was A.
1: Kill is correct. Question eight to Ross: How long did Ross endure? Woken Matt Hardy. It says penetrating here, and the word penetrating is in capital letters. His fragile ear with his ghastly laugh. One hour. 10 hours, 100 hours.
2: If it was done now, I'm sure it would be 100 hours after the the bars been raised by Adam Pachitti, but it was just 10 hours back then.
1: We it thought was that was only...
2: a big deal <laughs> until he started doing 100,000 ULAVITs and stuff like that. Yeah, that's
0: Adam probably a reason we to... haven't seen him in months. Adam, <laughs> need... Adam needs to calm down with his prediction. I'm really scared for when they come back.
1: Yeah. Question nine of Jack. Before what pay-per-view did the elusive... Tamina train pull out of the station for the first time. Was it Elimination Chamber, SummerSlam, or Royal Rumble? Uh, the Rumble,
2: Ross. It would have been it? Elimination Chamber last year because that's when the uh, the women's tag team titles uh, It
1: certainly was. And question course. ten to Ross: <laughs> What would you buy with one pound eighty-one pence? Huh?
2: What would I buy with one pound eighty one? Yes. Uh I'll take a trip to home bargains and the world's your oyster. Is my answer. I don't, I don't, I don't get don't, what's happening here. It just, it, bra- <laughs>
1: it just says in brackets, no correct answer.
2: Oh well there you go then. I've got I was home hoping bargains. you'd know that one, but no, I didn't want
0: Is that something that Ross has said before? Like, what do you buy with I can't think of anything.
1: I think <laughs> that's what they're going for, but... It's well, Ross that was cl- flopped. <laughs>
0: anyway, It's Ross from classic, that last bit... His, no, it's his classic catchphrase. What, he always says it on every WTF moments. What do you buy with £1.81? F or... Nothing. Like...
1: <laughs> but yeah, it was an easy victory there for Ross. 10 points to Jack, six.
0: Ugh.
1: Therefore, completely ruining the punchline of... Jack more know about Ross, but this is why Ross is the professional. It says here, love the podcast. It's helped me through some stressful times over the last year. Remaster D-Rice. Remaster right. D-Rice. Thank uh, you I'm very I'm assume because two people sent in stuff, one this week, and hopefully you get the response last week, that the people's names were Ross and Twiddell. So thank you to both men <laughs> for that amazing quiz.
0: And, and don't remember, if you were the guy who didn't get picked, please let us know your thoughts and emotions in the mailbag for next week. Thank you.
1: Yes, and please keep on saying any your quizzes about us. So we just basically turn this into one
2: giant vanity podcast. Right, next next week, we need a quiz on Mafu. Um, oh. 20 questions this time, obviously. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Ten of- hours of questions about Mafu for next <laughs> week, please. What he said.
1: <laughs> now for Reese's Pieces... And do the long introduction first. Hiya. That's what says it here. My name is Mitch. And I, like Ross, also enjoy a trip to Colchester Zoo. I have a friend who has had two McDonald's dates with Mafu at Dub Dub in Germany. That's right. But I have used Jack as my inspiration for a Reese's Pieces I am calling the Cultaholic World Cup. I am a travel agent, you know, like Jack used to be. I love my job. Wait,
0: wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Must have missed that one. I the travel agent. I, work, oh, I worked for a travel agent. I worked for Hayes Travel. Nobody offers you more. Ooh, yeah. ooh. But I was a writer. So, I, was, I was a copywriter at a travel agent. Yeah, okay, yeah.
1: You do the top 10 lists for Hayes. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, they should have done top 10 lists, 10 best destinations. Yeah, of course they should have. Why didn't I? Yeah, anyway.
1: So I've given you a list of countries or regions... I'd like to know the first wrestler who pops into your head with each place. For example, if you said Wyoming, I'd say... <laughs> it says de <Duxta> Loomis here. <laughs> He's an angry duck like in Edinburgh.
0: Is Dexter Loomis from Wyoming or is it just who makes... Is it just who conjures the image... Who does this country or location conjure the image of for you? Is it that? It's not like... I
1: think, yeah, I hope this is going to be forgotten about soon because this is going to show how bad my geography can be about certain places.
0: I'm just going to search where Dexter Loomis is from just to try and get a gist of whether... I'm sure
1: he's got Don't worry, Wyoming is not on the list. It's all countries.
2: He's got a kayfabe um, location, I think he, Dexter Loomis, for his, It was on this week's NXT. It's like something like... Uh, was it? I can't remember. It sounded like a, a kayfabe place to live anyway. No, I'm going to stop De- speaking now because it's boring.
0: Dexter Loomis is from Jacksonville, Florida. Also, <laughs> some of his previous ring names are quite something here. So we've got Dexter Loomis, Samuel Shaw in Impact, Lupus, just Lupus, and Boss Hog. Boss Hog. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's
1: not the has of Hazard, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, we're talking about complete crap as usual, so let's get on to the recent pieces, then talk crap afterwards. So, fastest thought first, we'll go Jack Ross Matthew as usual. So, first wrestler comes to your head when I say New Zealand.
0: Uh, Bushwhackers.
1: Dakota Kai. Bushwhacker Luke. Just uh, Luke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, just Luke to his friends in New Zealand, I guess. The Netherlands.
0: <laughs> the woman that Ross sang the song
1: for. <laughs> <laughs> show back and Yeah, show back and <laughs> Official ring name there. Uh, <coughs> Alistair Black. Emil Satoshi. Wales, Tegan Knox, Flash Morgan, Mark Andrews.
0: That's the three of them. There they are.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thanks for Wild coming, Wales.
0: Wild Boar. I feel bad now as well.
2: Uh, the Middle East.
0: Ah, uh, Mansoor.
2: Mojo. I'm sure his parents are from that region, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Mojo
2: Rojo,
0: No, Mojo no, Mojo Roley, Roley.
2: <laughs> I swear you said
1: Moa Joe. <laughs> oh right, okay. He's just saying Mojo, but it's in like a He's very confused there. Famous Middle East and Chow Mohammed Hassan. Uh, he wasn't even,
0: fro- wasn't even from wasn't from
1: there? His gimmick was. Yeah, uh, hang on. Yeah, if if Dexter no, no, Lewis no, was gonna be from Kayfabe, yeah. Wyoming, I'm pretty sure he will go, yeah, that Italian guy was fair. from the Middle East. Yeah, anyway. Um, Australia.
0: Uh phew. Um Oh Nathan
1: Jones
2: <laughs> Murphy mm. Oh I'll say Carl Fletcher Africa
0: Kobe Kingston
2: This could be horribly wrong but the great power Udi
0: Yes
2: <laughs> mm. Just because of Gallows mentioned him the other day Oh
0: yes Is he still talking about him? Did he mention him the other day?
2: It was in passing on some podcast I was watching with him on. Oh. I think it was the the one they did with uh Satan.
0: Oh, they are talking about feeling uh like uncomfortable going through customs and stuff
2: i think it was that yeah yeah
1: yeah i want to say kofi kingston as well just because i told totally, sorry very quickly but when i first moved to newcastle i lived with uh foreign housemates and one of them was from west africa I didn't know anything about wrestling didn't think not care whatever but I'd say, Can i said say he helped us take a photo pal and he took a photo it was me my first Profile photo, I guess, me and a picture of Kofi Kingston I got from Palestine magazine. He went, Oh, Kofi Kingston. He goes, How oh, do you know <laughs> him? He goes, Everyone knows Kofi Kingston is from Ghana, mate. It's like he's a <laughs> superstar. It's like, Oh, okay. It's like how you all know who Alan Shearer is. I was like, Oh. Anyway, Ireland. Becky Lynch. Seamus. Madman Manson. Brazil.
0: The first thing that popped in my head was Anderson Silva. Has he done anything? with wrestling before, Matthew? Not that I know of. Oh, I'll just stick with him anyway. Anderson Silva.
2: (laughs) NXT great, Cesar Benoni. Damn it. I was going to say him. (laughs) Uh, There's
0: there's another NXT great who's been released from Brazil.
1: Your bald fella.
0: No, um, Conti.
2: Oh,
1: yes. I think any Brazilian wrestlers.
2: Blanca from Street Fighter. (laughs) <laughs> sorry Charlie. lads you all, it's going to say they're all <laughs> MMA fighters what's he yeah. called the guy from NXT the bald fella Arturo Tiggy oh yes can't remember know. his name yeah. yeah I'm sure he's from Brazil as well the, cap, the capoeira
1: guy yeah he's a black belt yeah yeah
0: take in, Matthew Eddie yeah. from Tekken.
1: no I ooh hoo, hoo. I did that on Twitter and that's a very bad thing I've got nothing but positive things to say about Brazil by the way
0: What? what happened
1: well I said Oh, uh, I did a give him because he did, yeah, did the capoeira stance, and I said, "Oh, it's the first time I've seen um, someone do this." It's not been like a the, the fighter selection screen in a game, and it was just uh, weeks later. People going, "How? De- what do you mean you've never heard of capoeira?" How dare
0: you disrespect the great art of?
1: Yeah, slowly tap like, in the I'm circle. So, of what do you mean you've X never heard button? of capoeira? I'm like, I'm from the northeast of England. <laughs> anyway, moving on from people hating us. Russia. Mm,
0: Rusev's not Russian.
1: Lana. I was going to say Rusev, hi, just for that gimmick. That's fine. I'm picking Dragon Off. Drag him On, and afterwards, yeah, drag him Off. Puerto Rico. Uh, the Colognes, Carlito. Col- uh, Epico, specifically. <laughs> Savio <coughs> Vega. Team of the favourite bit from uh, Something to Wrestle With, I'm not sure if you've heard this before. Bruce and Conrad are talking about the Car- Caribbean strap match Austin Savio Vega had, and Conrad says, check me up. Where did the Caribbean strap match come from? And without a second pause, Bruce Bridget goes, Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> uh 11. China. Bin Wang. Yeah.
0: shouted that I heard myself come back <laughs> through someone speaker because I was so excited for Bin Wang.
2: Zhe Lee.
1: From NXT. Oh, <laughs> oh nice one. I forgot about that. I was gonna say the the 205 legend, Ho Ho Lun. Mm. Didn't he wrestle for North in Newcastle? He did, yes. How was he? He was, he was absolutely fine, mate. I don't know what to expect. It was just some of those random things I've ever seen saying, Guess who's coming to Tyneside? Who, ho, ho, lun.
0: I'm baffled by, like, he had one match in the 2 or 5 like, in the Cruiserweight Classic, and I don't remember the match being terrible or anything, but everyone was slagging him off. Was it really bad?
1: It wasn't. It's one of these things where it's why who you're with and who else is in the tournament, and when there was Zack Sabre Jr., Ibushi, Ibushi, and all these other people, it's like, oh, and Ho-Ho, look. People know on Noam Dar in that tournament as well, so don't take people's opinion for granted. Bloody Noam Dar. But the story about Ho-Ho Lun, I think everyone's heard it about 100 times, though. Uh, allegedly, the story is, I didn't get a chance to ask him at North, they rang up the place, say, hi, oh, we need your best Chinese wrestler. Who is the best wrestler in all of Hong Kong? And he went, oh, Ho-Ho Lun is. They went, oh, great, book him. They found later on, allegedly the person they were asking the question to was Ho Ho Lunn. <laughs> <laughs> Scotland.
0: No, I'm dark because you just mentioned him. Yeah, so yeah. yeah.
1: Drew McIntyre. Gregor. Joe Hendry as well deserves a mention. Oh, absolutely. He's bigger than Scotland. Canada. Bret Hart. Lance Storm. No, you can uh, still
0: pick you can still pick him.
1: I don't, you, I don't want him after you've had him I don't want to sloppy right. seconds <laughs> uh, Stu Hart his dad Samoa
0: Samoa Joe oh there's a lot of wrestlers isn't there Roman Reigns ooh Rikishi. Mexico well Eddie Guerrero even though he was born in I mean Samoa Joe was born in America as well I'll go for Eddie Guerrero
1: Humberto Carrillo. <laughs> After last year's amazing feud,
2: I'm picking uh, Doctor Wagner Junior.
0: Of all the Mexican legends, Ross, you could have of all of the greats. Who come None of them Mexico. are
2: as good looking as Humberto Carrillo. I'm going to say that right now, definitively.
0: Oh. Well, Angel Garza is so. Calm
2: down. Oh, as a toss-up.
0: I mean. both, both, both stunning
2: mm-hmm. men. You said it, was. <laughs> I mean, Matthew, toss-up. I just,
0: As soon as toss happened, I could see the, the cogs in Matthew's
1: head. How can I... What can I say here? <laughs> Nothing is the answer. <laughs> Germany. Walter.
0: No, he's not. He's, he's not awesome. even German. Um, Bobby Guns.
2: Matthew's favourite, Fabian Eichner. I,
0: is he even German?
2: I'm presuming no. so. I think, he's, he Italian.
0: I think oh, he's Italian. Oh,
1: bloody hell. But he's Italian like Hassan is Italian, so... Um, you can pick him anyway, at least not on here. I had to pick one German wrestler. And you've picked Walter. No, I picked Bobby Guns. Oh, and he's... Um, Walter's Austrian. You know there's too much selection, like you're trying to pick someone on Netflix and you can't pick what on the side. Yeah.
2: What was that WCPW World Cup guy, like Disco oh. stupid German? No. <laughs> what? what was he called? No, he had um, a name like that. Erkan? No. Was it Cashman-I- no? Was it Was it Crazy Sexy Mike? Maybe. That's who. I, that's my pick officially. Crazy about sexy the Italian. <laughs> Fat f- like there. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, to oh
0: wait. Oh, the Italian one, Frankie the Mobster. No,
2: no. no he, was saying, yeah, he was Canadian. He was Canadian. There was someone with a. Why a did sass- we do
0: World? Why did we do World Cup, man? There's so many.
2: It was good until the end.
0: Yeah, who was the who was the big blonde one? Jern, Jern Simmons. Yern Simmons.
1: Simmons. He's from the Netherlands. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay.
0: Yes, he was in the other bracket. I remember yeah. that
1: now. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 The other the none of the people in the other bracket are winning the World Cup.
2: Bit hey, the World Cup.
0: hey! Now <laughs> there was a chance. Anyone could have. R.J. Form Singh was in there. There was Aunt some
2: Hedic- good. Rep- was in there, wasn't
0: he? Like, yeah. Flash Morgan Webster was in there as well.
2: Aye. Other.
1: They could have won. Uh, I'm saying Axel Dieter Jr. just because he was a very nice man to me. Japan.
0: Uh, oh my god. Oh, there's too much. There's too much. There's too much. Inoki. There we go.
1: The lifeboatman. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel Kidd. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say Jun Kasai because freedoms. England. I'm scared to pick anyone at
0: the minute, to be honest. Mm. Uh, mm. England. Uh I'll go for. Oh, you know what? I'll in the spirit of North, I'll go for Liam Slater.
2: Oh. I'll go for Mr. Peter England himself. That's Pete Dunn's real name. Peter England. Oh. Mm. I did not know that.
1: Hmm. It's very tough right now with the current crop of whatever song going to pick good old Willie Regal USA all of it
0: oh my god uh, who's the most American wrestler Hacks or Jim Duggan I don't know
1: Terry Belair I'd say Chuck Taylor nice Yes. Yeah. Parts Unknown is the last one Kane Papa Shango wait was Kane from Parts Unknown well, they didn't announce him as being from Madrid, did they? <laughs> <laughs> I, yep, got me there, pal.
0: Is that where he was born? Am I right in saying he was born in Madrid? Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, those people. Uh, I thought you picked out of nowhere.
0: No, no, no. Kane was actually born in Spain oh, somewhere. Oh, okay.
1: I think he was a military kid. Oh, I see. Yeah. Military brat. Yeah. Part unknown. I'm trying to think of somebody else who was part unknown. Warrior? I don't... If you want to pick him.
2: Was
1: warrior? <laughs> sure he was, yeah. Yeah, sure. Warrior then. That daft old get. (laughs) P.S. I also, like Jack, have a boring story. Oh, good. It's one of the the famous podcasts. I once came back to a hotel room after a night out and wanted to watch some TV before sleeping. When suddenly, this drunk last was being arrested to some familiar music that I eventually realized was Umaga's theme. (laughs) My friend wondered what on earth when I started laughing to the images of this girl getting arrested to that backdrop. Oh, I see. On TV, there was. Sh- right. I, th- I thought sh- he looked out the window and was the last getting arrested. The cop is with a the balloon yes. <laughs>
2: <Blast in August. laughs>
1: Couldn't stop it in time to come out and arrest her. Anyway, thanks for all your smashing content during these tough times. You're making life a lot better for so many people, and we appreciate it. Mitch Higgin from Essex, in brackets, my old man's a dustman. He wears a dustman's hat. Thank, you,
2: Thank you, Mitch. you very
1: much, Mitch, from that geography lesson. If you have any more recent pieces that don't involve countries, Please, 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 please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. Big question. Week. As if it couldn't get any better, this week's big question is, as suggested by Jack earlier on the show, who is the best talker in wrestling in 2020? That's actually a good question because I've not thought about the art of the promo with there being no one around. Now, I think that's not giving the people who are doing a really good job enough credit. So, good idea, Jack.
0: Yeah, you. suggested
1: you. this one. Did you have anybody in mind?
0: Well, I, I suggested it because we were talking about uh, Eddie Kingston, who's up there for me. But I'll go, just to throw another name into the mix, I'll go for MJF as well. Mm. He's very good. Very, very good. Very good. He was detestable on this week's Dynamite. I don't know if we mentioned that match, actually, but he was bullying per Griff. And Griff was getting battered all over the place and I think at one point MJF almost did a Cartman impression where he was like Mister Garrison because he was called Griff Garrison. So yeah, I'm going to go with... At my heart says Eddie Kingston but I'll also say MJF's really, really up there. Have we got any other big names to throw in?
1: I think in AW particularly they've got a wide variety depending on what tickles your pickle that precise moment because yeah. uh, Jake Roberts has been uh, amazing, his little appearances. Whether mm. that's actually helped Lance Archer or not is meant to be debated. And we, dis- we did miss off Lance Archer jumping yeah. a guy <laughs> through the ceiling, taking him down, and then put oh. another dude in a bin. Yeah. I know. Thanks, Lance. But it's been amazing just seeing Jake come out and just say something creepy and insightful because old creepy white men are great talkers. Uh, <laughs> try okay. to think of WWE guys, Ross. Who have you got in mind for it when you hear the words great and talker in the same well, sense?
2: I don't think it can be a WWE guy. Kind of just the way, with they, the way they do promos is yeah. hampered, isn't it? With AEW do just let them go out and talk and Cody. Cody's mm. the one that came to my mind.
0: He's not everyone's cup yeah. of tea but I think he's fantastic as well.
2: Uh, yeah, oh, he, he, he does emotion like better than anybody else I think maybe. Eddie Kingston makes it feel realer than anybody else but Cody oh, does the emotion.
0: Ross, watch, watch Eddie Kingston's
2: uh, it's After the-, the show. Yeah, that's better than the one that was on the show. I have seen that one. He's
0: he's so good. He's such a good actor. He's making his voice crack as if he's about to cry. Oh, fantastic! But yeah, Cody does emotion very, very well.
2: Mm. Yeah. Who is the best WWE one?
0: Oh, that's, Maybe Samoa Joe. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. Samoa
0: Joe. do you Remember when he threatened Paul Heyman very quietly in the corner of the ring.
2: There was that one where, it was out on Smackdown a couple of years ago and there was like five or six people in the ring and Samoa Joe just take them out one by one yeah. with verbal kapows. Yes. Jeff Hardy, you've got a drink problem? Kapow. <laughs> et cetera,
1: et cetera, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Uh, who else? Also, I'm trying to think of like, good women talkers. AEW has Britt Baker. Yeah. Be- well, Becky Lynch before she, but she's not there at the minute. Yeah. Mm. No, that was good, uh, as- asuka has been a great talker. despite yeah,
0: weirdly, she's using yeah. the
1: fact that you know it's English is a second language to a benefit, which is an amazing use of that. Because she sounds amazing, expressive compared to all the uh, you, you. Look at those two anchor men over there, Cedric and Ricochet. <laughs> oh, speaking of anch- anchor man, you haven't been relevant since 2006 <laughs> or whatever the hell. Like uh, comes out and goes, haha ha, you can't script me because none of you speak Japanese." And yeah, I think she's been having a hell of a time with it. Shout out to
2: Lacey Evans. Yeah. I like yeah, Lacey Evans because she sounds unique. Nobody else can sound like Lacey Evans. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All of that stuff.
1: <laughs>
0: I love that was your really
2: impression. good.
0: That was good. Uh, I feel like it's hard to tell who's a good promo because obviously the, the only other promotion that I know any decent length about is New Japan, but obviously that's different because it's hard to gauge how good someone is just from... But if we're talking about, like, charisma, like, who seems to be the best promo, even though I can't understand what they're saying, then Naito's really up there. And I remember Ross once saying, when he first started watching a bit of New Japan in the build-up to one of the big shows, that Naito caught his eye, even though he didn't know anything about any of them. It was Naito's, like, do you say it was because of the way that he was, like, his charisma, rather than the way he wrestled?
2: Yeah, it was just the way he moves. Captivating guy, is he?
0: Yeah. That was, a, some, that was like
2: three, 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 three and a half years ago, maybe? Something like that That sort of time. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing back then. I can't remember.
0: He yeah, was he, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Uh, he's just lost his belt, so that's good. He's hmm. not doing very well now.
1: And it is good. You're right? I like listening to other languages and how they speak. and, how, and Especially with wrestling, they speak differently to non-WWE places and sometimes you need that variety. Uh, last year, Volta teamed up with Ilya Dragunov as basically team, we're going to WWE, stuff you and so obviously they come out and cut their promos in native languages but then they put the, well, the subtitles on the YouTube channel so Dragunov comes out and goes you respect that pile of scum referring to Schadenfreude uh, yeah, the fact that he says pile of scum is great and it goes those flick flack athletes <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's nice
0: that's like someone like slagging off Tiki Taka the footballing style does that mean that Vol is like no who was it saying it? Who was it getting out yeah, of? off. He's like the Sam Allardyce of yeah.
1: wrestling. Not a fan of uh, Carl Fletcher's style, that flick-flack athlete. So, <laughs> yeah. So there are some good talkers. It's just sometimes you get lost in uh, the way that trying to cultivate people.
0: Yeah, not to hop on about AEW too much, but I think Jericho yeah. and Moxley have to both get mentioned as well. Oh, there's... Taz, uh, Taz as well. Taz, oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, there's loads. They've got so many good promos, actually. I, I was surprised when they re- they recently paired up Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero. And I was quite surprised because I think Nyla's good on the mic anyway. I think she's a good promo.
2: I hope they're going to be a tag team in that tournament. <laughs> Nyla and Vicky. Vicky just stands on the sides while Nyla steamrolls everybody. No, Do it. <laughs> what
0: was the... What, I, I saw the advert for the tournament, but...
2: It just is, seems to be 16 random women put together in a draw is what I took yeah. because there's, there's only one team isn't there the Nightmare Sisters that's it
0: so it's going to be randomly put together
2: Reba and Brit
0: this could go very wrong because yeah. tag team tournaments often go wrong at the best of times because there's so many people involved and especially if there's like loads of teams where the partners don't get along it might be they have to be very careful anyway
1: I would also Kind of like AW, but not. The promo that Eddie Kingston did at ICW New York, that was shot like handheld and put on Twitter and everyone retweeted it when he's challenging Cody. Oh. And, going. and he's like, yeah, I'm like, whatever. I don't have a millionaire mate and all this. And he ends it with, oh, and I swear to God, I tell you on my life. It sounds like Kevin Keegan now, I'm realising it.
0: Um, <laughs> he's the best promo in wrestling. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, well, without a doubt. But he goes, oh, hey, <coughs> your friend's... Don't love you as much as they love me, so like that. The Cody's like, uh, oh, and I thought that was a nice, like, real life line. Obviously, not good, to yeah. Tell W, but it's just like that way to get under your skin, like, yeah, whatever. You're not mm. a real independent wrestler, not like my mates. And it's like, oh, get him. Eddie.
0: He's he's fantastic. He's so good, Richard. If he's listening, I just want him to. Make, I just want. Well, he should be. Yeah, he's our young Jamie. Um, I just want him to make. The thumbnail, just Kevin Keegan with his headphone, just like yeah, yeah. Eddie pointing. Kingston, yeah, <laughs> uh, on one side, Kevin Keegan,
1: yeah, no, no. Kevin Keegan. Do it, do it. If if
0: if <laughs> if there was some way of doing this without Pacini finding out, then 100 percent yes. <laughs> but we just get a message on Slack as soon as it had gone up, like something gone wrong with the thumbnail there, boys.
1: <laughs> no, do you not see Keegan's promo last week? <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, I think we've run out of steam. But I was like the say honorary mention, it's a future podcast. Have you heard the news that Mike Tyson is, is his match that he's been teasing for months has finally happened? And it's the <laughs> exhibition with Roy Jones Jr. The promos for those should be worth the, the admission alone. If they get them get both a cup of coffee, so that's really strong stuff, and then just let them get at it on the mic. Uh,
0: I'm so upset, Matthew. Oh, yeah. I'm, so, I'm not a huge Mike Tyson fan. And I'm too young to remember Roy Jones Jr. in his heyday, but he is, he was the boy. Have you seen? This? I've seen like highlight videos and stuff, and he was amazing. So when this got announced, I was like, "Roy Jones Jr. is going to embarrass Tyson." And footage has come out of them training, and Tyson's aged a lot better than than Roy, the boy. And it's making me so sad. Yeah. And every all these people on Twitter who've got no idea who Roy Jones Jr. is are saying. Do memes of like Roy Jones Jr. when he finds out he's going to fight Tyson, and then it's SpongeBob walking sadly. And I'm like, it's Roy Jones.
1: It's a shame, really, isn't it? When like an entire generation goes by, and then you know you're from like heavyweight Roy Jones Jr., which just doesn't even compare to prime Roy Jones Jr. But I, I'm guessing that's they're like, Mike be- Tyson's just always going to be great. Apparently, people just <sighs> going to forget those last few years of his career when he was just doing it for the money. But Wait, we're talking about wrestling and uh, big, no, big Show no, and Flair no. and everybody was on this. Oh, I,
0: I, I would love it if he beat him. I would oh. love it if Roy Jones Jr. beat Tyson. His, Ross, impetuous. His defense Ross, is
1: impetuous. His defence
0: is impregnable. Wanna... <laughs> no, don't. That's a horrible... I'll that's eat a your pr- kids, pr- Alex Ferguson. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, who do you want to win that?
2: Barney. I don't care. Just as long as the winner goes on to face Les Champion at a big AEW event coming to you soon. Somewhere. Also on
0: that sh- also on that show, uh, Jake Paul, the YouTuber, is boxing as well. He, I think, unless I've read a joke article, he's boxing Nate Robinson, former basketball player. Yeah, yeah. But KSI beat him. Nate where's Ro- his, tit- no, where's no, his title no. shot? No, KSI beat his brother.
1: Oh, whatever, the same thing.
0: Who <laughs> <None> cares? <laughs> I'm just going to make sure that's true and I've not been absolutely swindled. Wild.
1: KSI hit him so hard his brother felt it.
0: <laughs> I think Matthew's the greatest promo and wrestling Judging by this outro,
2: I've just realised this recording has been going for one hour fifty-eight minutes. and oh 17 my seconds
1: Yeah, it's been a long one this week. And
2: as might soon as, well, as Jack does go well Google, stick, we'll stick it out for the full two hours. Why the hell not? We'll break new oh. ground. Yeah, I don't know how much we're going to okay. lose at the start of the recording because of uh, you know syncing up and all that malarkey, but. Do you want to talk about uh, for in a, a minute and a half? Are we all just yeah, waiting well, for the
1: news that's going to happen as soon as we stop recording? Uh, Do we try to and check, trick the world into believing 20, that we've case. done and then it'll happen?
0: It was Nate Robinson, by the way, yeah, the basketballer. But he's like five foot basketball. nine. He's, very, he's a very
1: short basketballer. Is basketball uh, a proper term, by the way? Is it a basketball player? I the, like basketballers. Uh, but...
0: Former NBA star Nate Robinson. Baller. No, don't. What are you doing? Why? Oh are you no, back? it is in
1: the dictionary. I'm sorry. I've just never heard anyone say basketballer before, and I love it now.
0: Well, people normally shorten it to baller, don't they? So that's cool. Yeah, thank. You. I'm from. I'm from the streets. I know. Well,
1: you're going to take on Ross next week, apparently. in this. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> right, you after know the what? trivia contest. Do you know what?
0: You know what? Right? right, after we left I... him. Do you know what? I, I, have never, I've never been more secretly angry at Adam Pacini than, than that week because. If we're filling a bit of time here, I'll just shoot on him. So I, I I took some time off and it was almost like he deliberately, I don't even think it was his fault in the end, but I remember blaming him internally. I wanted to be on a basketball video for so long because it's like the one thing I'm good at. And then I took some time off. I was meant to be the referee for it. But then Ross and Tom went and did it on the day that I was off. and I couldn't do it. And I was just, oh.
2: We got, was, uh, that's Newcastle Eagles fault, that. It's busy. not for cheese
0: fall even, and I was so the, angry at it. they
2: busy, the busy bastards, couldn't really day? <laughs> as if it was, they're like the most successful team in British basketball history, the line I had to say, repeatedly, <laughs> just to get it in there. Uh, we've, we've reached two hours on the recording, if uh, that's a milestone hey. for us. I don't think we've ever done that before, have we, on a podcast?
1: We'll have to go back and see which one's the longest, but uh, yeah, this one hasn't though. felt too long, because I've had fun, and hopefully the viewers and listeners have as well. Jack, what have you got for us coming up on the Cultaholic channel?
0: Uh, literally about to go and do a news video and wrestlers of the week, but they'll be out already. So if you haven't seen them, check them out. Uh, and also, mine and Owen's stream is continuing every Wednesday uh, at 6pm on twitch.com forward slash Cultaholic, where we are saving Sunland from the third tier of English football. That sounds great.
1: Ross, is what have you
2: got? <clears throat> Uh, I've got a tier list video coming up with the woman with the most expressive face Dave Meltzer has ever seen Jen Louise, where we rank the NXT. It's a quote, Matthew. He was talking about something to do with Kenny and inside the ropes, and Jen was described not as Jennifer Louise, but woman with expressive face (laughs) by Dave Meltzer. That's where that comes from, just in case people don't know, but we're ranking uh, all of the NXT women's champions ever.
0: And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. She does have a very expressive
2: face. She does, I. Yeah. Yeah. She's also got a name.
1: Yeah, she does, yeah. (laughs) And I will be doing Sod and All, actually, I've just realised. I will be hopefully finishing my 100% run of Crash Bandicoot 3 HD Trilogy, but I've got rings of power to do, and it's annoying the hell out of us. So if you hear any angry screaming in the Newcastle area, don't worry, it's just me. But that is your lot, and what a lot it was... As we like to finish these podcasts, we still haven't explained why. We like to put our hands to the webcam like so, a bit like The Shield, but they haven't wrestled in ages, but it doesn't matter anymore. And after three, we end the podcast with one, two, three. Join us. Wagga- join us. Wagga, 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 wagga,